Doc Rivers continues to time and time again not get it when it comes to getting... Oh! Let him play! Hey! Welcome back! Hello, everybody! Welcome back to the Sandwich Sports Podcast Show. Part of the Sandwich Show here on Twitch. I'm Dave Medina. You also know me as Davey is eating a sandwich. (laughs) I see that our friend has checked in. <laughs> and we're gonna do some random questions tonight. It's really great. We're gonna do this is a uh, something we've done on the podcast, the uh, Sandwich Sports Show, for a very very long time. And before it was the Sandwich Sports Show, it was known as Dave in the City Out West, and it was an all-purpose podcast. And we did comedy, we did sports, and uh, we can do all sorts of stuff on 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 these uh, random question shows. And that's why we do random questions here on the Sandwich Show today because. It was kind of held, carried over from our podcast, and so I'm really excited to do this. It has been a minute since, uh, you know, it's been a few weeks since we've seen our friend uh, Kevin, so let's not waste any more time. It's time for America's favorite moment. You know the one in uh, in sports, in sports talk podcasting and Twitch broadcasting. To the dance, it's time for random questions. Good stuff. Talk about a throwback right there. How's it, Kevin? If you can hear me, it's great to see you tonight. Um, Or a.k.a. the other guy. How's it going? I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh, my goodness. It looks like it's really cold where you are right now. (laughs) It's extremely cold. It's snowing. Well, you know what? It's not that terrible. It's like 30. For, I know. That's not that bad. 30, no, for you, for there, no. for, for Massachusetts, it's not bad at all. It's actually kind of warm, to be honest. Yeah. We had like six inches of snow yesterday. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I don't think we. You said a few weeks, but it's, this is the first time I've seen you in the new year. I'm yeah. not. Don't say Happy New Year. Don't do it. No, no, no. I was, you know, it's funny you mentioned that. I was actually struggling with the idea of saying Happy New Year. Like once we got to around January fifteenth, like I don't wanna, I don't wanna be that guy. I don't wanna be that guy that just says Happy New Year when it's way too late already. So I've been, I wanted to make sure I don't do that. So thank you for making sure I don't. How you doing? I'm doing, I'm doing well. Um, this has been a really interesting transitional period for this program, um, and specifically the podcast. Ooh, tell me about it. Yeah, it's been, it's been an amazing time, and um. You know the things that we've seen, the people we've met, like the the thing that the the things I've discovered. Um, it's really remarkable, like to see that you can do things that you didn't know you could do. And specifically, like with my ability to play music, is been kind of amazing. Uh, King Downbreaker, welcome in, King. Uh, welcome. It's good to see you. Oh shoot, I probably should revise that thing. Um, that is not that is not that is not indubitably Bundan. That's our friend Kevin on the Cape. Uh, my fault. <laughs> I need to update up to update that thing, but. Um, yeah, I'm doing well. Just to, just to repeat your question, um, just to answer your question, I'm doing really well. For those of you who are not are not familiar with random questions, the way it works is you if you were type in, you can type in exclamation point question, followed by the question itself, enter that in the chat, and then we'll take your questions in order throughout the next you know couple hours or so. So uh, it was great to see you tonight. But yeah, I mean, I I just see. As we talked about the last time we did random questions together back in, gosh, when was that? Like November? Are you yeah, there? I think so. Yeah. Well, it was it was really interesting. Like we we, we discussed the transition, we, the switch over from um, from YouTube. It was the first your first like switch over week. It was. It was like it was like right it was like right before we did it. So now the podcast is part of the sandwich show, which is 
been really exciting. We've met new people that way. We've had a lot of people in the chat, and we we finished out the season talking sports. And, you know, on Wednesdays as we as we had so much fun doing. Um, I'm glad you were part of it though. Like honestly, like it was a t it was a struggle. Like the previous season, finding those guest pickers because like sometimes you could find them, sometimes you wouldn't. But having a consistent presence the whole time um, was great. I loved your rally at the end of the year to get into third place. Props to you. That's nice. exciting. I didn't. I, yeah, that's very exciting. Yeah. Not yeah. in the cellar. Yeah, that's pretty. Who cool. lost? Who was it? Ron. Ron lost. Yeah, but it's okay. I mean, you know, there are some years I brought when Ron wins the entire. You know, wins takes takes the takes it all, bros. And so, um, it's kind of yeah. cool that he's not in that space today. Um, Kev, are you following games right now? Like, or, or is he just watching our feed? Or I was wondering if I was still... looking at your chat room for a second. Oh here. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, let's meet some of our friends in the chat. So King Downbreaker is a variety streamer who's um, he was a good supporter of the uh, of this shit. Watching channel. games, dude. It's like you don't even know me. <laughs> I know, but you were it's... for a while. I remember a... you were watching the Mets. I remember you were watching watch Mets hockey? games, and you're watching you're but you were watching like the Knicks. You're watching like basketball for a little bit during our. No, no, I was watching the Knicks in like '93. <laughs> Yeah. College basketball, I would watch. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. and uh, you know, we could get into that, but I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna waste everybody's time with that. But I'm definitely following it. Like the the Big East has been really fun. It's interesting to see Xavier doing well, but again, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna waste your, you know, I'm not gonna drag everybody through that. But, um, but uh, let me pivot that back to you. How are you? How's the family? I know you were. I'm glad you guys are feeling better. You know, I think that's the first thing I would say. Yeah, we were down down for the count for a while. Um. Everything's good, Dave. Did I tell you? Do you? Did I tell you I'm not working anymore? You did not tell me this. Um, okay. What kind of a job that's did you that, have, that, though? If you don't mind that's me asking. That's a new asking. one. Um, um. Well, you know, I was a journalist. You know that for ten years, and then I got caught in the food and beverage world, and was a food and beverage director for fifteen years, I guess. Mm-hmm. Which was rough. Um. But yeah, so my last day was a. Uh, Two days before Christmas, and my oh, yeah. wife's first day at her new job was two days after Christmas, so we didn't even miss a week. Oh, we man. timed it out pretty well, and I was uh, good riddance. I was, and I'm done. Oh, I'm really? done. I'm not going back. I'm not going back to that industry when it's time. Um, long story short, like the uh, the baby is going to be two in a couple months, so uh, I won't be looking for anything real until she's ready to go to her school to school so oh i love it i love me, that... me and her the little guy's uh doing well he's in school he's four now um so just gonna be a dad and just, i'm gonna try to do some writing um and uh i'm working out this little sort of idea for a a substack thing and some other stuff for like just to kind of write some stuff that i've been interested in. i've been going pretty heavy into like American pop culture stuff, which was right up your alley, if I ever can pull it off. Um, Ooh, you're right. Uh, but, you know, trying to break it down to a little more of a manageable. Obviously, it's a humongous topic. So um, that's to be to be determined, probably something online in February. Um, but other than that, just doing the dad stuff and glad to talk to you tonight. It's been long enough. We used to do this every week. These I don't know if these guys and, and ladies know, we used to do this every week for... I felt like eight years, but it probably did feel, a little yeah, bit. it was well, still like five because like we started in 2011, and then I feel like it was around the point when it could have been 2015 or it could have been the point when 
you, you had the heart attack in uh, 2017. Right. Somewhere around there. Um, 2017. Yeah, you're right. Wow, you're on. Yeah, six-year anniversary on uh, January 13th. We just uh, passed it. Yeah. So. You know. And we already got a question. This is this is this is great. Sorry, I'm I'm stealing. This is your job, but <laughs> no, it's okay. Don't the only reason why I'm really excited is because I had this idea of a question for you, which every once in a while I'll think of questions in case we don't get any. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is almost on the on the theme that I was thinking of. Oh, okay. So, oh. Tony, not not something. Tony K. But that's not that's JK. pretty cool, man. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Tony, thank you very much for the question. Uh, we we had Tony in last week um, under a different account, but. Uh, this is one of some you know people can sometimes have multiple accounts they have multiple accounts and so on and so forth but so you know people would make fun people used to make fun of me for having two accounts on twitter and now everybody does so ha <laughs> who, who was that who, who wasn't there uh the philadelphia the 76ers gm did that and got wasn't he doing that <laughs> i think you're right it's like it's like colangelo's kid or something or it's like trying like the guys he was trying to negotiate with he was like tearing them down like really dude two twitter that's accounts hysterical. that's come up with yeah i was thinking about kevin durant when he had the burner account but that's even worse yeah <laughs> that's the guy who actually manages the team it's like a little worse actually yeah um so tony k tony k not jk with a question and as far as now i know that you can, can sometimes be off and on social media but in terms in general terms who's the most popular person you follow kev that's a good that's a great question it's literally the theme of of what i've been thinking about lately but Mm -hmm. um or at least today and uh dave's right uh i go back and forth with my social media and i'm and i'm literally out um off instagram facebook i've been off forever but um and twitter and um but i can still answer that i mean we can i can say who who is the most private person i follow Mm -hmm. you obviously would and it's pretty you're being very it's kind, pretty it's pretty simple right like you mm-hmm. could just go to who you follow and then see who has the most followers right, and right. the mm-hmm. most popular i guess yep. um i i always i was and dave knows this from a long time ago i sometimes there's a times i i'm a contrarian just because uh that's who i am but then there's sometimes i do it on purpose to annoy people um so i think i would intentionally not follow famous people for a time um but uh that's a good i didn't i never follow athletes I, I, um movie i every once in a while i would follow somebody famous and they would say something ridiculously stupid so i would it would it would take i never got much out of that um i'm trying to imagine like when i was getting it was it's probably like a chef or something back when i was doing all the cooking stuff and mm-hmm. uh I don't know. Um, I don't even. I, the most popular person I followed. It had to be Instagram because I was on that the most. Um, it's funny. I don't even know. It was probably somebody like uh, Mark Marin, some like you know, like some podcaster who had a lot of followers. Like I never followed Joe Rogan, but uh, you know what? Bill Burr is probably. Was oh, there you go. That'd be good one. Yeah, yeah. As a comedian yeah. who's really popular, he's probably the one. As far as like the social media, most popular person I followed at that time. Mm-hmm. I like comedians. You know that. I love comedians. Yeah. Um, I think 
to answer, if I were to answer that question, if I go back to my old Twitter account, which I don't really, I really don't use anymore, it would have been Jimmy. If I, I would say Jimmy Fallon would be the answer to that question. Um, but I'm not even on there. So am I really following Jimmy Fallon anymore? <laughs> no, but, but, but really was, I, I always go back to this story. Like, I think you know the story. Like when Twitter was starting in 2009, like he had to follow Friday on his uh, old show, like on the late night show that he used to do before he was on the, on the tonight show. And for whatever reason, he followed my Twitter account at the time. And that was like the greatest honor I had up to that point. I was like, man, I I'm making it now. Jimmy Fallon follows me. Like, doesn't really mean anything, but it was really exciting for for a day. So that was exciting. Jimmy Fallon's uh, third assistant followed you. Pretty, yeah, probably, probably. But you know, I know, and I know you said you like comedians, and then there's Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> yeah, I didn't want. I'm not. I didn't want to shit on Jimmy Fallon. Do, I'm not I gonna shit on him either because, like, I think he's a, I think he's a cool guy. Like, I think he's a cool guy. I mean, he seems like a nice person. Yeah, so. he seems like good people. So I'm. I, I think he does a. He's certainly a better host than Jay Leno ever was. Like, he's much more warm and accommodating, and listens to people. Like, it's, he's he's on, he's on the moon compared yeah. to Jay Leno. But he seems like a nice person. I, I'm. I'm. I'm still waiting for. I guess you don't have to be. You know, like hysterically funny he can he's multi-talented he can play music and sing and and like i said he's a good guy the i saw him on the um thanksgiving mm-hmm. parade that was horrendous wait, 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 when was this this year how this much last year? yeah oh he was wow i did not know the... doing something oh. i don't even know what it was i, I felt like and maybe he's just that naturally bubbly but i was like this guy's on something like this was <laughs> But that could just be his personality. But mm, uh, yeah, that one was a little weird. But yeah, he's he's popular. That's for sure. That's for sure. Uh, Brad Lord Ipsum, welcome into the chat. It's great, great to see you. Thank you for for the two thousand points for the uh, All Sticks Piano Stream Challenge. I really appreciate you. Like that's really great, Brad. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. Um, and do we have any other? Oh yeah, and Tony, thank you so much for the. Thank you for much for your points as well. JT, thank you for the sub resub. So good. Hey, it's good to see you, JT. Welcome in. Uh, feel free to ask us some questions. If you've ever wanted to know anything about me or my my, oh. my longtime friend Kevin, exclamation point question. And, hmm. Kermit was just dancing. Yeah, so that's the uh that's the alert we get when there's a subscription. We get little Kermit dancing. Games. How many subscribers do you have now? Um well, so the word subscribers is very interesting word because subscribers are paid subscriptions which is kind of like vip subscription got it but a regular subscriber as you would know it from youtube or anything else would actually be considered a follower and got as, it as of the moment the sandwich show has 1185 which so go back to to uh tony's question you are the most popular person i follow now because <laughs> i'm one of your followers well, thank I? you I... I think i am Listen, like, it it's, it's really cool to, uh, it is like I, I said, I think we already went into this in a previous show, but it's still wild to me. The idea that I have followers, like I just, we've never come close to this. Like, you know, this, like we, we've had the podcast for a long time. I don't think we've ever had anything like that. Speaking of that's part of it is that you could be like, you have like the Jimmy Fallon, you know, on a lesser famous thing, but you're a nice guy. You've got some multi-talented, a lot of interests. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, well, thanks. For that's that. I know. Yeah, um, and I still don't. I've got eleven hundred uh, points here. I have no idea how to do anything with them, but 
I'll figure um, it out at some point. I'm, I'm saving on, it for it something de- special. It depends on if you like sticks or not. Like if you're a fan, but um, sticks the group. Mm-hmm. I would say I'm firmly not a fan. <laughs> well, that's fine. Let's not elaborate. Um, it is really fun. The music, though. But I feel free to ask music questions, fellas, because that's oh, one yeah, definitely. Other one. Uh, ask much more question and followed by the question of yourself. Kevin is a really great music savant. Although I would say that the two of us have different music tastes, so <laughs> we. <laughs> that's yeah. It, that's say to say the least. <laughs> but uh, but definitely, I know what I can say is you have great taste in music. Like I've never really heard a band that you've mentioned during our over like a dozen years talking to each other. And I've said, man, that, that group stinks. Like, I've never, that's never happened. Like, I don't think I've, not even one. Maybe, maybe one would be like, eh, okay, I don't really get it. But, like, it doesn't mean that they're bad, you know? Yeah. Oh, of course. Music is very, very personal and subjective. Yeah. yeah, you can't. That's why they go like, oh, this is the greatest band of all time. Well, it's your favorite band of all time. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's technically the How do you, how can you do that? Um, yeah. I don't. I, I don't know. I'm trying. I'm trying to think if I have a really crappy band that I love. Like we've always, we've had, we've, got we've, a crappy band. They we've love. done these. We've done these things. Them. Like we've done questions before in the past. Like I think even Andy would ask something. Like what's like the guilty pleasure? Like the either Tommy or Andy back in the day. We did a long one on. They said like, what's the band that comes on the radio where you like you turn it up, you turn the volume up, and you turn the close the windows too, so no one. Do you no remember that? Yeah, yeah, I do. Something I think like that. you did that I, with. Um, uh, what's it called? The uh, Hootie and the Bullfish. Yeah, that's exactly your yeah, memory is amazing. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. exactly who it was because I was like, you know, there was that one album that was like, you know, you had to turn it up, but you go through <laughs> kind of like a your old neighborhood, and you're like, yeah. oh, wait a minute, let's roll the windows up too, pretend I have air conditioning in the car or something. Oh, that's great. That's great. Um, but I wouldn't say I've never seen like I wouldn't say I'm a fan. I've never seen them live or. Yeah. Uh, I don't even think I bought the album. It was just on the radio, you know. Oh, I thought you had the so tape like, for some reason. Oh, it was on the radio. Okay. No, I, I, I've never spent actual money on them. Okay. <laughs> I'm very particular about who I'll actually spend money. On. It, it tracks. Well, it tracks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I do want to kind of just break down. Um, so Tony, let me go do this for you. Um, oh, that's a great question. Like, I will get the I get that in a second. But Tony, I got this for you first. Um, all right, Tony. I barely met you. How can I roast you? Boom, roasted. But thank you so much for the redeem. I appreciate you very much. Could you roast someone that you barely met? Like, have you ever tried that? You mean like one of those Comedy Central roasts mm-hmm. or Dean Martin roasts? Yeah, I'm sure those guys weren't all buddies. They would they would go at No, you but, have to but, know... the, but what if you met someone like a week ago and you tried to roast them? Like, could you do that? You have to know a lot about you them. Definitely in the You'd have to have like hung out with them in person. And like seeing them interact <laughs> with other people, or maybe like what kind of clothes they wear, if they got a weird yeah, that's my thought too, or something. But but Tony has uh, really been great to us so far in the young history of uh, our friend Tony's uh, being part of the Sam fam. So thank you so much for for okay. For yeah, well, he's got. A, I'd say he's probably he. You need a, a couple, maybe like a couple of months. I mean, I, no offense, Tony. I don't. I don't think I've even been roasted, and it's been. I mean, I guess if you put all the comments from wise asses that listen to your show or call in and you combine them <laughs> yeah i've been roasted but i don't think there's been like a roast we could have had a roast if i died you could have had like a that time back in 2007 you could have had them all together and you guys could that would have been, been that would have been sad i would not have you'd have been like that's the guy allowed, that would have not i could not have allowed that, that but in a, but in a fun way you could have like oh, had a gofundme thing on for like 
for my wife or something. And I think it would have happened. Like, <laughs> I don't think do I would have organized and it. Donate but I think, ten dollars. You know our you know our buddies like they would have definitely there would have been some version of that for sure. You know, like we're uh, we're flying. We're <laughs> do the GoFundMe to fly <laughs> Dave out so he could do the eulogy. I'm. I mean, yeah, I I, I would relish that opportunity. <laughs> my goodness, I have so much to say. Like. You, you 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 have such a great legacy like that what you can do without the resources that in some cases without resources like we met you know like remember that 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 remember that long like uh thing that uh ron in new jersey used to say about you like this is a guy with no cell phone no internet no tv <laughs> and he can pull ass or whatever you said about like your dating ability like this is like, like one of the greatest lines in the history of the show <laughs> it was really funny. oh god when that I don't know. I don't remember that word for word, but you have. Be- I mean, I think I have a good memory. Your memory is amazing. Um, I recorded it. I think. I rem- yeah, I remember him saying something where I was like, "Wow, I think he nailed it." I've always tried to describe myself, and that that was better than anything I could have done. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what year that was, but yeah, same. I don't remember what year it was either. But um, those just- guys come up with some good stuff, man. You, I know. And you and you certainly. Um, kind of collected the best of the best too with like ron and john and Andy, oh yeah you know, tommy like those, those, yeah he had acq for a while you know yeah Mike. he he was he's terrific he did some of those movie things with us like those movies, yeah know. those movie spots were, were epic like i and do you remember like the, the the when we had that conversation about movie pass back in the day that yeah that was a good time he you've yeah and he i've always said that about you too like you found the people like you found like their sort of expertise in it yeah chris the coin man with the t- television and movies i mean holy cow yeah yeah he was definitely exceptional and still is i mean i'm not saying he's not now yeah. but still is but um but you know it's um i i was such a blessing but you know it, it's definitely something to that like i just i we've just getting to know all of you uh you know in the old in the old sandwich sports podcast days you know and if you guys are looking for some old episodes of that show, you can find it on YouTube. Just look for at Sandwich Sports on uh, YouTube, and you can go back and watch all the old shows we used to do. Not all of them, but like the ones that were on video. So they covered a lot of them. Like we had our Seinfeld, our Seinfeld episode was on there. So like that was a really great show. Like we did that with Jaron. I got smoked in that thing. Yeah, but it's, it's, it makes sense though. Like Jerry and and um, Lou were obsessed with that show compared to like the two yeah, of us. and there was all they were also. Uh, I was obsessed as well, but I was removed. They were like in it at the time where I was, I'm older than them yeah, by like yeah. probably they're for your age. I think there's definitely a difference. Well, they're younger than me, but not by a lot. Um, oh, really? Yeah. No, actually. Yeah. I think Are you, you're 40 this year. Aren't you? Yeah. I'm actually 41 in a few months. Oh, really? Isn't that crazy? Where did the When's time go? I, I, when I started the podcast, I was in my twenties. Was... When Your birthday is in March. May. May what? May 23rd. Oh, did I know that? Because that's my sister's birthday. I feel like I knew that. It's also Say Hello to Otis's birthday. Like one of our old friends from the, the MikeFrancesa.com world. Is, it's also uh, day before Bob Dylan's birthday. Hey, I didn't know that. That's interesting. Yeah. I never knew that. May 24th, 1941. It's funny how you, you learn things even after all these years. Um, So question, what is yours? What is my... Oh, 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 so Tony has the next question, which is what is what is each of your guys' favorite song? Mine is easy to answer because I always stick by the same song. Um, but Kev, I'll go to you first. What, what's it, your favorite song? 
Do you want to get your ABBA song out of the way? It's not ABBA. <laughs> I love ABBA. It's, it's, not, it's not ABBA. It's not. It's not ABBA. Is it, is it Toto? It's not Toto. <laughs> it's not Toto. Oh. <laughs> I love the, uh, keep it going. I I mean you're you're, you're I was getting... I was gonna I was gonna go from that to like BGs or Hey um... listen, BGs are pretty amazing. Like you gotta you gotta give them you gotta give it to them. Like they, they have been they have been they were been doing music at a high level for a long time. Like the BGs are terrific. Like there's no shading in the BGs. But anyway So the question is the question is what is what is my favorite song? Okay, well I have mm-hmm. two I have two there. I would say they're tied. Um, they're the only two songs that, when they're played, I have I um, like everything else stops. Like if I'm working, I have stop, or if I'm walking around the house, I sit down or whatever, listen. And now my four year old is the same way. Like if it comes on, whatever I have, like you know, serious on or whatever. Um, he'll run in to tell me one of these two songs, uh, if the, either these two songs are. And the uh, first one is Like a Rolling Stone, Bob Dylan song, uh, which I still contend is the greatest six minutes in rock and roll history. And the second one, and it might be my, I might, if I had to, you know, as they would say, put a gun to your head, I would probably pick this as my favorite, even though I think Like a Rolling Stone is the greatest song that's ever made. But The Weight... Which is by the band. Oh my gosh, that's it's, a great song! Holy cow! Probably is I would say is my favorite song, mm-hmm. and it's the song that like it'll come on, especially like in, if you hear from the beginning, you hear like that, um, the kind of right when the drums kick in after you know like ten seconds in or something, and Levon starts to sing. That one almost makes me. I almost have to sit down for some reason. It's like it's and uh. Yeah, it's fun. There's like a lot of stuff in it. It's a cool story. Um, the musicians and I really love the 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 chorus when they all sort of kind of back each other up with their voices. I always love. Bands oh yeah, like, that. like they go. Um, ah, ah, yeah, ah, that's so good. It's like it's, it's so kind good. of like it's kind of like brothers or, or best friends. Mm-hmm. I, I obviously take these things a little too deeper, but I I always feel like that's like a your buddy's got your back or that 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 part of it, even though it's probably the least part people talk about they talk about the the drums and and the lyrics and and garths you know but overall from from first note to last note the weight is my favorite song that's a great kid you know that is a great song like definitely iconic song like i love seeing other people perform that song too looks how good it is it's like it really makes you happy like you hear Right? It's a good one, and it's a good one for like ensembles. You you always yes. see those like people like come do encores, and it's like, well, it's, you know, at like a festival, and then they invite all these other people on, and like that's a classic one because everyone knows it, and then they can all take a verse. It's um, so cool. That's so cool. Um, let's go with some more questions. Uh, oh no, I didn't answer the question. So my favorite song, and I've said this, uh, I said this about many times to many people. Um, it's uh, don't Donna you forget. What's that? No, no, it's not staying alive. It's not Mamma Mia. It's all right. What is it? Which Mamma Mia? Which, by the way, my wife now has my kids dancing to that one every night for like their little dance party. You must love that. You love that. You must love that. Yeah, I'm in the kitchen. I'm in the kitchen, like cleaning up after everything, and I'm like, oh dear lord. Kev, you will grow to love it. You will grow to love it. It's so I go in there. Time. I go in there right at the end, and I'm like, we're not ending on that, and I'll put like a Tom Waits song on. <laughs> to just change the whole the whole the whole mood of the room 
Well, you want people to be happy. Tom I do Wade want people to be depressing. happy. I like God's Tom away Wade. on business. I'm a big fan, of, but just just to say, like, you know, it's such a 180 from like from ABBA. Yeah, it's the idea. Anyway, uh, my favorite song is uh, "Don't You Forget About Me" by Simple Minds, which is just like the perfect pop song. It's perfect length. It's it's such a groove. Like it's it's such a it's so it's all killer no filler, and um just a really great song. And it's one of those songs where. Like you can hear it a million times, you'll never get tired of it, and that's hard because like you hear any other song a million times, you're like, oh god, I'm sick of this song. Even if it's a song you like, you know. There was a thing forever, right, on the radio, or even like your friends would always say, that's that's played out. Like when I, we were kids, that would be like a thing. Like even the great, like you just said, like a song that was number one on mm-hmm. MTV's whatever that thing was, mm-hmm. you'd you'd get to the point where like. Yeah, that's played out. I don't want to hear that anymore, even though you love it. And that I agree. I don't think I ever thought about saying that to that song. Yeah, and it's neat. That song sneaks up on you too. It like, does. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you're like just we listen to the Spectrum, which is a serious channel because mm-hmm. it's kind of like a, a range of stuff, so it kind of pleases everyone. Um, but I I bounce around to some of the other ones, but uh, every once in a while, yeah, that will come on or you'll hear it somewhere else, and you're like. You definitely don't turn the channel. That's a good one. Yeah. Thanks. Thank you. Yeah. I, th- I think I knew that about you, but I, I, I think I said it before. Even on like on the show, I've said it. But, but it's it's terrific. Like it's, it's, it really is. It really is. Um. Let's continue. Let's see the next question. What is your favorite music artist and category? Well, Kevin is. I can just answer the question for you because like, it's clearly Bob Dylan, your favorite artist by a mile. And yeah, I mean, music, you could say that music artist for sure, but I'd say he's my favorite artist, period. Right. Oh, yeah. That's true. And, and writing, anything. It's not as far as a creative person yeah. goes. Yeah. Um, but what do you, if you talk about your genre of music, like what's your genre of music? Is it as simple as classic rock or do you want to go a little bit more like, acute with that? Like, do you want to go folk rock? Do you want to go, you know, do you want to go? Um, uh, I guess like if I had to, Deep down, like what gets me the most, I don't even know if this, it's probably, if you just call it like <laughs> rock and roll, but like when I, whenever we're, I mean, like if not a funk or whatever, but if we're downstairs or on the weekend or something and there's listening to songs, then we're listening to kids' songs and stuff, I inevitably will say, I need to hear, I need to hear screaming guitars at some point and not like, like obnoxious guitars, but just, uh, let's say for example even even if it's stuff like uh nirvana songs or um you know hendrix or i guess those are i mean i think it's just really rock and roll i love the i love the non like famous rolling stone stuff like the early stuff um pre-1967 stones is awesome yeah just like those totally like you love on it's like deep tracks and you're like what is this what is this unbelievable like r&b song i I love the blues, like Chuck Berry, all all that kind of stuff. Um, it's kind of has to have a a guitar basis to it. Like even like Jack White, I love Jack White. As far as like a new a newer person, I know he's probably fifty years old, but like, um, and that stuff can get loud and um, and I don't know. And you, the I was you know, and you know me too. Like I love the Grateful Dead. The Grateful Dead is probably one of my like top three. Absolutely. But they're yeah. not like screaming at you. Um, so yeah, I don't have a. I, I mean, there's there's rock and roll with all the simple little subsets, but which basically came from blues anyway. So um, 
Like, and then, then I can I can listen. I'm not as like you, but I can listen to, to just the the crooners too, like Sam Cooke and Marvin Gaye and all that kind of stuff too. Motown. Um, mm-hmm. So I don't I don't think I can pick just a specific kind of music. Um, there's stuff that I hate, but. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's it's, it's very interesting that, uh, but I think you've basically kind of you've you've kind of reached around the idea of like rock music being your thing, but you're talking yeah. about but there's a different specific kind of rock music that you're talking about. Well, like like I don't think you're be you'd be a fan of metal per se, right? Or no, grunge. but I mean I yeah, like I loved Alice in Chains and I that was Alice my favorite band from that time period. Yeah. Um, and. But like I don't, I I don't listen to Pearl Jam at all, you know. So, it's, I I kind of sort of, and then Neil Young. I mean, who's gone, to, who's done every sort of thing is is right. in my top three or mm-hmm. five, whatever. Cool. Um. Yeah. That's that's really good. Thank you for 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 your for for your uh, sharing that with us. That's really good. And we have this next. Tony's been asking a, a whole run run of questions. So if anybody else would like to add to that, uh, feel free. Exclamation point question followed by the question itself. We'd love to take your questions tonight, and uh, we're off to a great start. So thank you so much. And Kev, I just have, I just just to give me an idea, like how how long would you like to go tonight with the uh, random questions? Oh, what was your plan? I I, told you, I saw somewhere you said you're doing piano tunes at some point. I don't want to bust into your okay your piano. Um, I mean, when is the piano man coming? <laughs> I don't play piano man. That would annoy people. I think at this. No, point. you are the piano man. Oh, I am the piano. Can you? I can't. Right, did you see me doing this when we, you know, over the years? Did you see this coming? I didn't see this coming. No. I didn't. It's. It's. I mean, of... you can be pretty goofy, and but so like the singing and the borking and stuff, which is hysterical. Mm-hmm. That's great. Um, but no, yeah, I didn't even know you had a keyboard. Yeah, it's it's wild. Like so, this is gonna be a long story. So let me just let's ask answer these couple questions first, and we'll get to that after. But. Uh, favorite can sandwich for me is the Rachel, which is a pastrami Reuben. Uh, Kev, uh, what's your favorite sandwich? My favorite sandwich. Um, so I, I actually have all I have a specific sandwich in a specific place, Ooh. which is my favorite. Um, and it was and it's called the Sandwichery, if you can believe the simple name. Um, and it's a sandwich shop in. And I'm not a like a fancy guy. Dave can tell you all this, but it's in South Beach. Um, You're in, but it's not like I was wow, not like South I was Beach. hanging out. It's not like I was hanging out with like Jerry and all those guys, <laughs> you know, at the clubs and stuff. Right, I was right, working right, there, right, 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 right. and I was eating. Uh, I wasn't eating meat at the time. And I was trying to find a place that had like a just like a veggie sandwich or something, and it was like down this side street but it was mobbed with people and all i told my wife i was like let's go there um, and they just had this kind of hummus veggies thing which was the bread was amazing um it sounds so lame and simple but it was this like hummus and veggie sandwich from this place in south beach and for some reason it's probably because it's warm and i live in new england and i hate the cold and i'm stuck in here um but yeah, I was never a like a huge sandwich. Like drove someplace for a those cheesesteaks in college were really good, but no, this is the this was the one. This one still sticks with me. I still bring it up. I bring I bring it up all the time to my wife. I'm like, whenever she's like, 
hey, I'm coming home from work. Do you want me to pick you up something? I'm like, yeah, can you go to the sandwichery in South Beach and give me that sandwich again? <laughs> even even that I still I'm not back eating meat again. It's like I still want that one. Sandwichery. Yeah. I love it. It's just funny, like I, I think if you gave me like a thousand guesses, I would never have come up with South Beach as the location for your yeah. favorite. There was this like French lady who yeah. worked there who was obnoxious and like tough, but she was sweet at the end. Like she was you know, because she was running the line. It was yeah. this tiny little place, and they were turning out sandwiches. That was the same place that we saw that lunatic from uh, Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives. Guy Fieri, yeah. Yeah, with his little bleached blonde, blonde hair. And uh, I was down there for do. I was some festival, like South Beach Food and Wine Festival or something. Um, Pretty cool. I I love it. I gotta go. We were I'm... not clubbing. We were no not clubbing. clubbing. Not going for Kevin. We had, we had we had the Cody was like one or something at the time so we were, we were staying <laughs> right that on, right been on pretty the, recent yeah because like it would, the main so, we were staying on the main drag but we okay. were in bed at nine o'clock so this was during a vacation even or maybe during a mm. stint maybe like, we actually took a vacation we were on vacation somewhere in Florida and uh, mm. an event for my wife's company the people who were supposed to run it quit like day before oh my gosh wow and she's like do you want to go to South Beach and I and she, and, I, and and work meaning I would have to work it. I was like, okay, because she was like, she's still nursing, and he was he was really little, and uh, it was a South Beach Food and Wine Festival, it's called, and it was like all those Food Network people there, and the place was jammed, and uh, it was February, right before uh, everything got locked down. So it was that that was that yeah. recent. So it was two thousand twenty. So twenty. Okay. Yeah, because yeah, we flew back, and people were just starting. Like my cousin. Uh, and his daughter were flying down for a different reason, and she wore a mask on the plane. And I was like, "Oh, that's weird." Like it just was just starting. Things where people were talking about things in mm-hmm. China happening, and you're like, "Oh, okay." And now it's in Italy. It was like in Italy at the time. Um, we obviously didn't think anything of it, but of course, we were sick as dogs when we came home. So we were like, "Maybe we got." I mean, I was at a festival. Ha- yeah, I think we. I was at a what? festival with sixty thousand people. Like I... people were drinking. I was talking to all these people. Um, so. Yeah, I feel like he did, but I think, and I think we talked about this at one, but like not. I was I was laying on the floor in the bathroom for three nights, so we talked about that part. I don't remember the part about you being the about the actual trip though. That sounds really. Well, maybe actually, I think I do remember you being in Florida at one point. I didn't realize that was the same trip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And my cousin, my cousin, we saw he was down there. Yeah. He's he's like like big shot for. Mm-hmm. He was like financing these purchases of cruise ships so he was on these cruise ships with all these other random mm-hmm. people and then he came out to dinner with us and lunch and stuff and so yeah it's pretty nuts but but a really great but there was a great story in there like about this sandwich or spot it sounds really oh, great i could have just poked i could have just put this up for the wait oh there you go oh my gosh rest in peace leave on helm there's my guy holy shit that's great that's great to have a cup for him i didn't even know that they made cups for leave on helm somebody no someone made this for me oh I don't. I mean, I don't know if I don't think they made this one for me. Like they made, they had, a, they made some of these, and they sent me one. I don't oh, think okay. it's just. Okay. It's probably one in a small. I don't know if there's like a. It was a guy I met at one of the hotels I was helping mm-hmm. run, and I was just talking to him at checkout. And he was a musician, and we started talking about basically like a, basically we were having like a random question conversation about music. Yeah. And he sent me this in the mail like a month later. That's so. No, that's really nice of them. Wow, that's really great. That's a great mug. If if you do come upon like a merch link for that, like send it to us. I'll post it on Discord. That'd be really. I think I'll bet you more than one person would be interested in it. It's a cool one. Yeah. And it, and and the, the, this side, this is my favorite part of the story. Is the quote, 
is Aim alienated for my from health. my health, which is <laughs> which is from the Levon's. They did a documentary on Levon. I think it was it was as he was he had cancer again. He wasn't dead, obviously, but um, and he's telling a Larry Campbell, who is one of my all their all time favorite guitar players, is telling a story and uh, about Levon and Robbie talking. You know, when they're breaking up and the last waltz was happening and everything. And, yeah, Robbie's like Levon. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta call it quits. You know, Richard's drunk every night, and Rick's using heroin, and you know, you're not healthy, and not, my wife wants to leave me, and Rick's smashing cars every night. And if we keep doing this, it's gonna be a real problem. And Levon looks at him and says, "Robbie, I'm not in this for my health." <laughs> you know, he's like, "I, I want to be. I've always wanted to be a rock and roll, you know, star. I'm not in this to be healthy." So, well. It wound up being a pretty accurate comment, I, I have to say. So, pretty cool. I mean, health, bad health is not cool, but but you get it. Like that's rock and roll in a nutshell. Like like you risk you risk so much of yourself for the sake of being a rock and roller, and that's kind of like what it's all about. Yeah, we've know? talked about that. We've talked about that in many years past. Yeah. Like, would people like Hendrix and Jim Morrison all them? Would we even gotten what they had without the other stuff? You know. We have with talked the Stones, about that. Would Keith, would Keith Richards have come up with all those unbelievable riffs if it wasn't for his yeah. habits? Yeah. You know, no, it's if, a, if he it's was a, just it's a good question. going to the library every day and <clears throat> getting into bed by eight, you know, <laughs> would would Clapton just be wreck crushing everyone since like 1965? Do you with... think that there there has been an artist who has been really prolific yes. with that routine? There, absolutely. Uh, well, there's a few very isn't like isn't Frank Zappa like very famously like clean and sober. Oh, uh, Frank Zappa. I mean, I'm not, not, I don't know. Frank I don't Zappa know. It's kind of interesting. Like, yeah, he's he's technically very he's technically actually really. I really feel like good. I remember him like Lil uh, George, who you know went on to start yeah. Little Feet, was in Frank Zappa's band and kind of he kicked him out for like smoking weed or something. Mm-hmm. I think I remember hearing that story. Wait, who kicked who out? Zappa kicked Lil George out. Of, oh yeah, okay, that would track. Yeah, the mothers and. I feel like there's a few other. There's not many. Like I, and obviously people way. have yeah, gotten sober after. You know, people have gotten clean later, and their music no, has right. suffered that, for it. No, right. That's not really what I mean. Like I just mean like in the process of making their music in their prime. So that's kind of the thought. So yeah, I think he's the only one that sticks out for me. I mean, I'm sure. Yeah. I think I've always heard that Alice Cooper, despite his reputation, was pretty straight and narrow. Mm-hmm. Um, but okay. I I don't know enough about that kind of music. Well, I couldn't. Kind of I couldn't tell you about the Alice Cooper discography either. It is what I know of it is pretty good, so I have no real opinion. Um, so let's get this, um, one more question from Tony. Um, do you yeah. know the meme? Put it in reverse tear. Put it in reverse, like driving. My dad's Dave can attest to him. I, I almost know no memes. So <laughs> there's there's a ninety nine percent chance I have no idea what we're talking about. I'm not even sure what a meme is, to be honest with you. <laughs> At least you said the name right. Some people say meme. That was well, I remember only reason I, I know it is because Tommy used to butcher it. Right. Um I would say is a is a meme just a um it's like an internet, is it internet like a viral something viral or no it's just like a joke that kind of is that operates on can you give me an example of one um is it like everything uh... is fine and then you have like flames all around you that's a meme oh okay 
So that's like the dog, the cartoon dog, and then like the whole office is on fire. And then he says everything is fine. That's a meme. Okay. So I, I don't know the put it in reverse. Uh, how about uh, like the, the little baby with a fist like this? That's a meme. What about, was that like, remember that one where that, there was, a, I always saw a picture of the kid like in the Boston Red Sox outfit with his middle finger up. I was like, that's was, like, a meme. There, yeah, that's a meme too. Yeah. See, there, there you okay, go. Okay. Yeah. You I remember that one. was forever ago. That was like yeah. forever ago. Yeah. So that that's a meme in general. It's like it's it's like a phrase or a photo that kind of just gets that becomes like a running joke with a lot of people on the internet. So Got that's it. the idea. Yeah. So you've already you've picked definitely picked up on a couple of them. So um so now with the question queue empty, please go we'd love to invite you all to ask some more questions. Exclamation point question followed by your question in the chat. But the ask us anything. We've done a great job so far, Tony and, and other people. We'll go from there. But first, I, I like to share the story of how I got into music. And I think the attribution is is strictly to Twitch. And I think since being on this platform, I've learned that it is possible to play and entertain people on, this, on, on, on stream. And it's been kind of amazing. So I've been kind of like looking at how people play music. And then I've looked at, they would talk about like charting chords. Like, what does that mean? So I looked it up. I'm like, it's basically just like lyrics and you put like the chord that it is over certain words so that you know when to play them. So that's what guitar tabs are like. Um, and from there I practiced and I don't know how it happened, but in like two years I got to be pretty competent at playing piano. I was playing this in the beginning, <clears throat> like the, the Raid song, for example, like... You know, so that, that whole thing, and that was just because like I didn't want to get DMCA copyrighted violations. So like, because if you know on the podcast, Pet Cat, remember how like I would just drop like actual songs, like I would go to break yeah. and play actual music. Oh yeah, I would used to request stuff all in advance. That yeah, was the yeah, best. yeah. Mm -hmm. So I like I knew that when I went to Twitch, I couldn't do that anymore because so I had to learn how to play really basic stuff. For example, when it's time for sandwich, I think I do this. That. Nice. Um, that sort of like a hockey, like in a, like in a hockey arena or something. Yes, yes, very much so. That was okay. the idea. Like, and, you know, it's like a very, did. very cool, like that. Yeah, kind of like that. Yeah, you got, you got the idea. So that was sort of the goal. Like, I wanted to like be good enough to be able to improvise certain stuff to yeah. create music during the talk shows we were doing. We still do, you know, the sandwich show shows that we do. Um. But then it just kind of expanded. I'm like, well, I've always wanted to learn how to play this song or this song or that song or that song. And now, I mean, I don't know. It seems like it's going pretty well. Like I tried. It's very scary to try to stream music because you know other people do it at such a good level. And then like you try it and you're like, man, I don't want to make an ass of myself doing this. But uh, people were very supportive. And since then, it's been really great. Um so it's just a lot of practice and just like getting to know how things work and like learning music theory without really knowing what it is. Like basically, like, do you know the difference between like a D and a D7 or a D major seven? Or how about a D6? Like, I know what that means now because it's just where you put that seventh note or that fourth, uh, that fourth note 
So I've learned a lot of music in like two years. And it's like... That's really cool. It It's... I can't... It, it absolutely is really cool. And it's just like... I think because of it, I've just gotten better. Um, I really want to thank you for your support of all this. Like, I... I, I just didn't know. Like, I didn't know... I didn't know that this could, I could do that. <laughs> and I guess I just, it just happened, but I'm lucky. I think I did push you a little bit. You did. You did. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I remember long, I remember you were talking yeah. about, yeah, I remember this. Yeah. And it means a lot. Like, honestly, like, thank you for that. Like there is somewhere folks um, there. I'm sure there's some in our archive somewhere. There is a clip of drunk me and Dave. Well, I wasn't drunk, but drinking me and Dave singing, Randy Newman, I love LA. <laughs> yeah, I think Andy joined favorites. in on that one. I think Andy joined in on this. Like, he's like, it's I possible. love it. I love it. <laughs> no, it's... Yeah, I think he came in. Yeah, he was on it. That was a good one. Yeah. There was a lot of LA themes. Most of my requests were LA themes. West songs, LA Fadeaway I... was like one of your favorite songs. West LA Fade was my yeah. favorite. That was my, yeah. oh, if, that, if I had anything approaching intro music, that was it. I, that was a point where I was like convinced that we were going to move to California. I was like, I had got, we had gone there and I'm like, oh my God, it's 75 degrees here all the time. There's like the most unbelievable food. But yeah. I didn't have a million dollars to throw down in the house at the time. So I didn't have a million dollars. You ever that song? Do you ever, do you remember I the bare naked? I, I do. My brother nice. likes bare naked ladies. My, my now wife was a fan. I never, Hootie, like Hootie, I never owned anything from them, but I wouldn't mm-hmm. turn. I, I saw, I've actually seen them live. I didn't pay. They, they actually, of all places, they showed up at a Farm Aid because I used to go to Farm Aid all the oh, time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's right. And, uh, this. Yeah. It was, it was pretty wild. They do a lot of, uh, a lot of like kitschy kind of skits live that you, uh, they do like, they did like a Farm Aid rap song. Um, they're all dressed the same, like kind of like the Beatles. It was pretty silly. Um, but those guys have amazing voices. Uh, There's no doubt. Yeah. You that's, yeah, you were very, you know, you really lucked out. That's really cool. Like getting to see the bare naked ladies, like they're fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was, we've, yeah, there was some, Farm Aid is, is wild because you'll get, mm-hmm. the, the, during the day you'll get, you can get some hit or miss things, but I've been going, I haven't gone last couple of years, but I went probably to, uh, I, I could look it up when the bare naked ladies played there, but that was, I think the first one I went to and then straight up until Cody was born. So 2018, something like that. 17, 17, 18. I say this, Kev, like you have seen more people in person than I think anyone I know. And it's there's some it's really commendable that you have been able to do that, to have the wherewithal to do so, to be in the right place at the right time, but also have the initiative to do it. I think that's that it speaks to your adventurous nature. And I think it's really great that you've got this. I love live music. Yeah. yeah. I mean yeah. it started out small, like and then and it's in a short amount of time. Like I was going to random ones when I was little and then when I had any money at all in college, I would take the train into the New York City and Mm-hmm. Blues Traveler, if people remember them, they were like the first band that I was like into before they were famous, you know, like going to clubs and, you know, 300 person places. And like, they, I mean, you know, 
90 was it 95 maybe or something uh 94 so there wasn't like inter, you know the internet or anything so you would like get their newsletter and it was like the concert their uh they would like mail you a thing where they were going to play. And then eventually you figured it out and you knew they'd always play it. They call it the sweat, the sweat glands, or it was called the wetlands in the city. Oh, mm-hmm. It was so freaking hot. Um, <laughs> and then just like clubs. And then they had, and they, then they sort of made it big. I remember then seeing them like three years later at uh, Madison square garden on like new year's Eve, like sold out, you know? And, uh, but yeah, I called them really like the black, I was the black crows pretty, pretty early on with them too. And then, uh, but then I, the late nineties, I think 99 was when Dylan took over and I started like, I just went just super dove insanely deep. I had seen random bands. I used to go to a lot of festivals in the, in the nineties. So I got to, you get to, that's when you got to see a lot of people where you could see like Blue Traveler, Dave Matthews, Fish and Blue Black Crows all on one, at one festival. And, uh. Joan Osborne, all these other people back then, and uh, Rusted Root, and those kind of bands. We used to follow them around, and then, yeah, then Dylan got ninety nine, two thousand. I that was, I think, I spent about ten or twelve years, where I basically was, would go to ten of his shows a year, ten sprinkle sprinkling like some Neil wow. Young and some yeah, some yeah. other stuff, but basically, from like ninety nine to I think twenty twelve or eleven. It was all Dylan all the time. It was not, it was just, I would just get in, like, you know, where I live in New York. I mean, back to, or when I, where I did live, um, cause you've, you visited. So I would like, for example, I would be like, oh, he's playing Penn state. I'll just, I would get a ticket and just drive seven hours and then go to the show and then drive back and go to work. Like those kind of ridiculous things where most of my friends were like following fish around or doing other stuff or, or like just working and <laughs> yeah. getting jobs and, and doing that. I had a job, but, um, and then, yeah. And then, yeah, farm aids and, uh, but yeah, kids, I've, I've certainly, we, uh, I was going to shows right up until Cody was born. I had gotten my wife into going to shows and, um, I mean, we were, she was pregnant. The last farm aid we went to was September and Cody was born October. It was September, like 22nd. Oh, Cody was born October 7th. So, I mean, he, he was in the, we were in like the eighth row at that one where Neil, Neil was just screaming, pissed off at Donald Trump. So he was just, he was playing angry that day. Um, and my wife was even like, this is a little bit much, you know, for being eight and a half months pregnant. And I'm like, no, he need Cody needs to hear this. <laughs> uh, and then I'm like, don't worry, Willie Nelson will come out soon and calm everybody down. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, and yeah, I had to see some people like open for Dylan. So I saw I didn't it wasn't just him, but yeah, that was that was it for a while. Wow. But that, yeah, there's always been some other ones sprinkled in. Well, it's a great legacy. Like it th- you can look back on that and say, Wow, I really did all that. Like it's really great. Like I remember you mentioned I don't remember was it the felt form? Where were you at when you saw Dylan in New York that one time? You told me the story on a previous show. Like it was really good. And you talked uh, Well, I've seen him in a few places, but I mean, I've seen the, the garden after the. There's. The first top, the first few. I mean, the first few were cool because it was the first few times. Um, but there wasn't anything that memorable, except for you're like, holy cow, he's that's really him. Um, and then, but, I he this first I went to this first show in in the garden after nine eleven. That was. 
that was cool. Um, he he notoriously doesn't say a lot during his shows, but he he made a he did a little speech about what New York kind of means to him, which everybody like was freaking out um, about that. And yeah, you know, their lyric where he goes, uh, you know, going back to New York City, I, I do believe I have enough in the place. Just the friggin' roof blew off, and uh, it was about the same time George Harrison died, so he did. He covered something, which everyone freaked out about. That that concert alone was was a classic. And then, so I think you might be talking. There's a place called the New York City Center, which I think was originally for stage plays. And, oh, uh, okay. where I saw him, he he added on a date at the end of the year and uh, at the end of the tour in, the, in November. I went down to my friends, and that was like it was the weirdest thing because we were there was like bars in the lobby with like really fancy drinks and. Uh, we started, I got, my friend came out from like the bathroom. He's like, Hey, I just saw Elvis Costello. And I was like, yeah, I just saw Alan Toussaint. And then his girlfriend comes over and she's like, I just saw James Spader and Gina Gershon. I'm like, what are all these famous people doing here? And, or I, even more, actually, I think the real was like, what are we doing here with all these famous people? And it was like a, I think it was like a industry thing. And that I had just lucked out to, cause I was like on the, you know, the mailing list or the newsletter and found out about this show that they added on because there was just people everywhere. And I'm like, people like you recognize, but weren't really sure. But mm-hmm. I remember um, that was a, that was a classic one. And that, that one, I almost never went again. Like that night was so good. Uh, I was with two of my really good friends uh, and Dylan was so on. And uh, I think I was, I remember going back on the train going, I don't think it's going to get better than that. I think I'm done. I think it was 2012. I could look up the set list and that kind of stuff. But I was like, I think I'm done. I think that was as best as it's ever going to get. And then, uh, of course, it didn't end because my wife got me tickets to. Uh, we went to the Beacon in 2019. My brother and I, uh, which was also just jaw dropping. Um, you know, 80, 79, 78 year old guy just making the 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 Beacon just silent. Um, he 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 was doing I, this this the, the, the small places. He's able to literally control the entire crowd. Like he can he can literally get anyone up, which you think is like oh he's not. But there's a, he's got a few tunes where you can't sit still, and he he was just playing with everybody, putting them up and down, up and down. Um, there was all the, and the same thing. There was like all these famous people in the front row, was like Scorsese and. Uh, little Steven and uh, I think they tried to they tried to because uh, Dylan doesn't let doesn't really allow any recording or, or, t- or photographs and at one point little Steven like I think he kind of stood up and tried to take a picture of, of the show and one of the one of the um, they bought, one of the ushers was, trying to, was like yeah you got to go and they were like hey you don't you know who this guy is <laughs> or something like that and that was kind of funny but uh, yeah but then he can reduce you to a puddle of tears uh like two songs two seconds two, two two songs after he had you for you know a guy who's now he was now 80 i think he's 80 19 oh, i said 1941 so he turns 82 this year that's insane it is although it's it's funny like 82 for as long as i've known about him still doesn't seem quite that old but it is old like that's a long it's a great, great life. Holy it man. is old, especially when you you've been famous since you were nineteen. Right. Or not I mean yeah. he wasn't huge at nineteen, but he was in New York, you know, nineteen sixty one was his first album. So he was twenty years old when that first album came out. 
not exactly like as famous as Elvis or somebody like that, or even some movie star you could name, but he's been in the public eye, I guess you could say, since 1961. That's true. So think about that. 1961. How about that's almost that's roughly 60 years ago, 62 years ago now. Yeah, I mean, it's two years ago. Wow. 20 years old, longer than you've been alive. He's oh, been most definitely well, as long as you've been alive. Hounded, like, like the hounded by. Oh, you mean in terms of the number of years? Yeah, 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 yeah. Just yeah. in the number of years. Yeah. Like, you know, some people have um, a couple of good years. The Counting Crows, they had a couple of good years, and and then they sort of just do their own thing. And that was a huge band for a while. And uh, but this is you said sixty-two years. Yeah, sixty-two That's... years. So like sixty-two years since he's been prominent, which means longer than you've been alive too. Dude, so, uh, so speaking of this over Christmas with you know when your family, friends, family, mostly families around, and somebody was. Uh, my brother, so my brother's, what, I can't know, it was my father-in-law, and he's talking about the Beatles and blah, blah, blah. He's 70-something, you know, right? And all these other things. I'm like, dude, so every once in a while, I as I never, I never, this is probably the most I've talked about Dylan in, in years, just to now. And every, some of the people start egging me on. They're like, oh, well, the Stones did this, or the Beatles did this. I'm like, all right, first of all, enough. Dylan's one guy. You're talking about, you know, Jagger Richards, the um, for the most part, Charlie Watts, and then you forget Lennon McCartney and George Harrison was probably as talented as the two of them. Um, and go, it's not a really fair comparison. However, if you want to play, if you want to really get me going, which they were, he was starting to, go, yeah, they were all unbelievable. The '60s was crazy because then you, when you talk to someone who's like, I lived through it, blah blah blah, you're like, yeah, okay, um, we still have the recordings, we can. We can, it's not like it's the 1760s. And uh, I'm like, yeah, they were all going back and forth. And you could say that, you know, the Beatles were probably edged everybody out just a little, you know, as far as that when they when they called it in the 70s. But 1975, Blood on the Tracks. 1989, Oh Mercy. 294, uh, Oh Mercy, I said. I think I said No Mercy. Oh Mercy, 1990, was it? Seven Time Out of Mind. All this other stuff. I go, so like those guys effectively stopped. And as Dave knows, my feelings for Band on the Run. We're not going to go there. We're not going to we're not going to get into that tonight because I don't I don't want to I don't want to bring your mood down after we've had such a great conversation. Like I, Band on the Run. <laughs> I heard that the other day, so I I, every, I think of you every time I hear that song. And it well, I think came of on. you every time I hear that song too nowadays. <laughs> and I and I listened to the whole thing. I was like, I'm not going to turn it off. I'm not. Gonna, I'm just going. I've even tried to you know be kinder in my old age. So I listened to it and I was like, you know what struck me that had never struck me before. It's I still think it's trash, but it sounds like three songs. Like he made three songs. They were all shitty. And they said, you know what? There's like one good verse in each one of these songs. And he just shoved them together. And it made me even more annoyed to be like, that was such a, you're Paul McCartney. Like, come on. You know, I got to tell anyway. you, I don't even think that's the worst song that he did. No, I know. The worst song he did was Wonderful Christmas Time. That's just oh like God. the ultimate exercise in laziness. They're like, okay, the cat is up. And like I said, I think the Stones, especially yeah. some of the stuff, the deep tracks on some of those things are unbelievable. They're some of the best music mm-hmm. ever, but they haven't done anything since then. Yeah. 
they can go out and sell out the world, which is awesome. And I would, I would think, you know, that's more power to them. And they're so cool. <laughs> they're some of the coolest people ever. Charlie Watts is one of the cool, but you know, rest in peace was one of the coolest guys. Like Ronnie Wood. I mean, think of all this stuff. This that guy who's the least known. He was phenomenal from from when he started. With uh, actually, all these guys just died, right? They're starting to drop. Jeff Beck, who was a Ronnie. Jeff Beck Ronnie like, a, like a couple weeks or so ago, and then David Crosby, like the other day. David is, Crosby, yeah. Who that's you know, a bummer. You, like that's a big, that's a big one. Like he was. That's uh, an LA guy. That's one of your LA guys, man. Yeah, he was a character. Like uh, we're gonna miss out. We 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 will we will he was, that one. He he spoke his mind. Um, uh, mm-hmm. but when you do when you free base, you know, for a lot of years, it's gonna come back to haunt you. Yeah. I mean, the man was rough, rough on his body for a long time. Uh, oh, right, you saw it too. Like he was never in the greatest of shape, honestly. Like so, yeah. No, once, uh, mm-hmm. and he was, you know, he was, uh, it's never really the warmest person. Um, yeah, but he I did, got he, that, he, I got he did that come across. Too. Yeah, I remember I that, got, uh, yeah, remember that documentary that, uh, Dylan's kid did with the, the Laurel Canyon, like the Laurel Canyon stuff? That's what I remember. That's, I'm, I'm going he, off of like what I remember from, of him from that, I mean, documentary. Yeah. That was like, I was what? like David Crosby kind of softening up. Like he was, he was, he was still kind of, he's, he's still, he's a very cocky person. He's not yes. Paul Simon. Don't yes. get me wrong, yes. but he's very cocky, even though, you know, no, that, that's let's, be honest, let's be honest, he wasn't, yeah. Crosby only wrote like yeah. 11 songs in his life. It wasn't like he was, I mean, good ones. Um, yeah. But, he had a great voice. I mean, obviously can't take that stuff away and he could bring the house down. I told you, I saw him in 2001 or I, he would get, he, I, I've, he got standing ovations during songs. Like when he would do his solos, like almost cut my hair. I watched Hartford civic center, like 10,000 people stand up during the, you know, that extended kind of solo. So, I mean, he, he could do it, and he was, uh, like I said, he was cocky. Um, for a while, he could back it up, and then, uh, yeah, he had a life. Think about yeah. that. Life yeah. well lived. I mean, he was yeah. the king of Laurel Canyon for years. Yeah, yeah. Years. Yeah. Him, Mama Cass, all those guys. He was the king. No matter what they say about the rest of them, he was like where everyone wanted to be. The girls, the guys, all he had all the best drugs. He had all the best parties. I mean, that stuff, that was a cool time. Yeah, he was. Uh, yeah, he's iconic in that in that regard. And, like you look at him, and, like you don't think of that, but he was. Like that mustache was definitely a selling point for him. And think about those. A lot of those guys. I mean, he made it. He made it longer than obviously. He yeah. Led Hendrix and Morrison by forever, but I mean Tom Petty and he 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 all those California guys. Mm-hmm. He's, um, it's a, it's a little it's, bit of an upset in a way, right? Like if you think about like yeah, yeah. I was shocked. Yeah, yeah, that he made it that that far. Yeah. Yeah. As far as the the four of them, they scrolled themselves Nash and Young. You knew he was gonna be the first one to go. I mean, he <laughs> is that the truth? I mean, though? Had, is that is he, he the liver, first? Liver, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah I agree. for sure. I, and I do agree with that like wholeheartedly. And he's not the oldest either. I think uh, Nash and and Neil I Young are the oldest. I would have said Nash was the oldest. Yeah, but I don't know. Yeah, for know. sure. Um, let me just welcome Stuart Hayek in the chat. This is really great to see you. Our yeah. good friend, by the way, really great taste of music as well. Huge fan of Led Zeppelin. And um, Stuart says, Band on the Run was so overplayed on the radio when it came out. I know it. Played out. See, played out. We were talking, Stuart yeah. Hayek, we were talking about being getting things getting played out. Yeah. Even though that should have been 
never played, period. But I mean, what <laughs> you... Well, look, I think I think your thoughts on Paul McCartney and Paul Simon, and particularly Paul Simon, are really are just legendary. Um I, I love I'm not gonna re- I'm not gonna trigger you with a Paul Simon t- conversation tonight. I've already been triggered recently because have, do you ever watch Annie Hall? I remember the movie, yeah. I haven't seen it though, but I've, I know. So I've ne- I never watch it. I've been going through phases now where I'm reading things or watching movies or listening to albums that mm-hmm. I don't really know, but that are considered like classics that I just missed somehow. Just as you know, my, my brain just I just got to keep keep it going. You know, I'm always worried about my my brain after some of those surgeries so i'm always trying to like keep learning and doing all that kind of stuff so i'm like all right i'll watch annie hall never seen it before everyone says it's like one of the 20 best movies ever well like two-thirds away into the movie fucking paul simon shows up and i wanted to throw a fit i can't do that because i'm <laughs> almost you know 50 and yeah. i can't throw and but he he I, he obviously just played himself because he just played this pretentious douchebag where like uh, as, as far as he was like a movie star instead of a rock star, but it doesn't doesn't matter, you know. Like, uh, oh, like I wanted to throw up on the monitor on the screen. I didn't. <laughs> I held it together. Um, so and uh, oh, I, I mean, I hate to do this, but it's good content. Does Graceland like double down on his douchebaggery because he's trying to like milk the? <laughs> the aura of South African music for his personal gain. Like, do you find that? And I'm sorry I get so heavy handed with that comment, but I mean, it. it's it's a fascinating, I, I mean, I actually bought the album and listened to it. I'm like, it's a fascinating album. Um, but it is a little smarmy too at the same time. So it's Yeah, of- I feel like my, my one takeaway, I don't know it cover to cover. Um, mm-hmm. I, I feel like Paul Simon just in my own warped sense of him, had this sort of like, oh, I'm gonna bring this music to to America. Like he, I'm going. I discovered well, <laughs> it. I, I'm gonna bring it over. I'm gonna show all. I love these this. I love this people. Yeah. These yeah. these uh, uptight white people about this African music, and it's gonna make me seem so much hipper. And um, because whatever. No, as as Dave and I have known, uh, late in the evening, which is quite possibly one of the worst songs in the history of. Oh God, it's so bad. Music, but that was before, though. That was like several years. Before. I'm just no. I'm, I'm saying the line in it when he, uh, uh, I've said in arguments with people about Paul Simon, and you know, he stepped into this funky bar. Any place he's ever gone has gotten less funky when he showed up. <laughs> right? It's just, you know, it's so it many, tracks. There's so many things wrong with that song, but that one, that that line, I'm like, any place that that man has gone has gotten less cool, less funky, less hip. Um, yeah, you know. Junkman, I gotta tell you, I, I I think, and I think you've influenced me a little bit on this, but honestly, I even without your influence, I think I would have arrived at this point anyway. I feel very similar about a lot of Paul Simon's music. I just feel like it's pretentious for pretentious snake's sake. That's a great late in the evening, uh, really great example. Or how about the what is it, chicken doll, chicken something, mother child reunion, and apparently it's inspired <laughs> by a Chinese food menu. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, it's like what? Yeah. <laughs> what? And then, and then, like, I don't know. If this is a, is a solo, or if this is a Simon and Garfunkel. But me and Julio got down by the schoolyard is like, no. I think that's solo, but uh, yeah, yeah, no, no. The, the um the video, what was it? The video of him and Chevy Chase. You couldn't find like they actually found a 
as big of a pretentious dude right, right. to be in a video. Like you couldn't like how how could they even put those two egos in the same room? Um I it's stunning. I would love, you know me, I love the behind the scenes stuff, mm-hmm. just in general, whatever it is behind the music, uh storytellers, all those things people used to do. I would love just to people that were on that set and oh, that be like a, that was a rough day. Who do you want to shoot in the face first? <laughs> that had to be a rough day for the people on the set. That had to be a rough day. We, I think it's well established. Those of you who are younger may not know how much of a dick Chevy Chase is. I, I say is because like he still is. I think. Yeah. And, and um, just so yeah, I, I maybe it's because of that they got along so well because they're like dick on dick. Like maybe they probably yeah they there was probably no one else who would have agreed to do the like other like there was there's no other musician Chevy Chase would have done that with and there's no actor that Paul Simon would have done it with yeah. like at yeah. this point they probably had the same agent they probably uh, probably lived in the same douchebag building in, in the city they you know right they probably both have you you know they probably both tried to buy Yoko's flat in the Dakota just to seem cool or sound cool or oh god those guys yeah I mean, it was a funny enough video. I kind of enjoy, I enjoyed the video. I mean, but... Fletch was cool. Don't get me wrong. But... Fletch was a great movie. Um, Vacation was a great movie. Christmas Vacation was a great movie. So no, all the it really is Chevy. Stuff. Chevy Chase is he's funny. He's he, he, yeah. in in, the, in those kind of roles. He he is funny. But I mean, yeah. But the IRL, the behind the scenes Chevy Chase is not very savory. There are so <laughs> many stories. You could get millions of stories of people talking about how much of a how much of a like pretentious dirtbag jerk that yeah. he was, and and they're kind of the same. I'm sure if Paul Simon was very very similar, very similar storyline. I think so. Anyway, um, so basically, this is all just just to say that Paul Simon's mute solo work in particular is extremely overrated. Like it's just, I don't know what to say, but you know. It's out I have there. a question for you, sort of based on that, but mm-hmm. um. Do you have a a band or a group or person, maybe it's Paul Simon, that is like really famous and popular and has hits and, and you're like that well, you're just like, I don't get it. Like oh, this, yeah, I can't yeah. listen to this. Yeah. Um not maybe not that it's you think it's shit, but just like I can't you know, like I've heard people um uh, I know you like Queen, but like for example, or Pink Floyd, like people people that has a huge fan base, but some people are just like, I can't do Pink Floyd, it's just too I've heard that with Pink Floyd, and I get it. It's just because Pink Floyd's really sophisticated music, and I kind of understand it. Like, it's... I think the one thing with Pink Floyd is you cannot dance to it, which is hard for me to do. But I love Pink Floyd. That doesn't that, that doesn't bother me. Like, it, it, you think it could bother me, but it really doesn't. Like, it's just, it's just really good. Like, I, I don't think... But I understand people having that problem. Um, for me... Um, I mean, I guess you could throw Paul Simon in there, but I'm just kind of piggybacking you at that point. So I'm going to try to get a little bit more deeper than that. Like, there's definitely, it's definitely out there. Uh, or even somebody newer. Somebody newer? Okay. Um, uh, if you want. Well, for a long time, I didn't really understand the fuss with YouTube, but at the same time, I actually get why YouTube's popular. So I don't think that's a good answer. Um, and I don't think they're bad. I think they're good. I think they're good. It just wasn't my thing for a while. But I love, I do love Bono's voice. It's like really good. Like it's really good, <laughs> distinctive voice. It's really one of a kind. So I love Bono anyway. But um, yeah, that's a hell of a question. Like I'm, I'm thinking like 
It's definitely I've definitely had that feeling about certain bands, certain acts. Like I, oh, you know what? We 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 go we go to this one a lot. Kiss. I never understood why they were popular. Never, never figured it out. Like why? They're so mediocre. They're just like I never Omega? understood why they were. I mean, popular. it was kind of like um, a gimmick, really, right? Yeah, really for a while. Absolutely, 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 absolutely. Um. This one, this one, and they're not recent because well, they're still around. So, but I've come to the conclusion that I cannot listen to a complete Red Hot Chili Pepper song. <laughs> I can't. That's interesting. I, I, I don't. I, I'm it, wondering. It kind of crept comes up from. on me. Yeah, it kind of crept up on me, but okay. I never was a fan at the time. And I think part of it is they're on all the time. Oh yeah. For some reason, I know they have a new album or a new rec- a new yeah, song out or something, true. and maybe they're doing a tour. But, I can't, and I think it's the lead singer that's the the word. I I feel like the the music is fine. Like if it was instrumental, I would probably be like, yeah, all right, I can put this on. I think it's the lead singer for some reason. I think the lyrics are stupid, um, for the most part, they're kind of dumb. Um, I do like their music. I, it's I, funky, I have had you know? that in the past where I've, I'm like, oh. If this person just stopped singing, <laughs> this band would be really good. I can't remember. I've oh, had a few of those. Oh, you know, that's out feelings. there too. Like there are bands where the singer is the is the bottleneck. And I think my best example for that, by the way, Stuart says the answer to the question of who's someone who didn't get why it was popular. You're gonna love this. His answer, and I know this because like I've I've known Stuart for a while now. I can't do anything by the Beatles. He cannot stand the Beatles, which is a wild one because like everybody loves anything. The Beatles. I understand not liking the, a certain couple of anything though. He's been pretty consistent about it. He feels like the Beatles that decade are, had a. It's I, I love I I'm not I don't agree with that, but I I, I think it's just really interesting to have that consistency in his opinion. And the reason he feels that way, from my understanding, is because he feels like they're just a ripoff of like all the R and B music that came like the decade before, and so from those grounds, he feels like they're just a copycat band, but. I keep saying, and Breddington is another one who has this, who feels similarly about the Beatles. My point is, what I would say is, you have to understand where like rock music was before they got and came into existence. They kind of made that a mainstream sound, and I think that is a big reason why pop music is what it is. Well, you're saying like the um, like the early stuff was a ripoff of like Chuck Berry and and all and Buddy Holly and all those. Is that sort or? Yeah, that's that's the idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so like, I can so... see that full way of thinking. Mm-hmm. Um, I do. I don't think I would have a hard time seeing what was what they ripped off of on like Revolver and uh, like that stuff. Yeah, was... and that's kind of that's a good point because like I was thinking like by the time you get to that and when you get to uh, Rubber Soul, in particular when you get to like Sergeant Pepper, I'm like, well, you know, that's kind of like their own thing at that point. But yeah. Um. So I could see that not being enamored with uh, "I want to hold your hand" and and all that kind of stuff. Um, I saw her standing there. Um, I I'm, I love for some reason. Please, please, me still uh gets me. I still like that one as far as the as far as my favorite early early one um, from them. It just mm-hmm. I can't explain that one. Yeah, but, uh, I mean, I mean, I'm not over the top. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go to war with uh with Stewart over this yeah, because uh, it's not. Yeah. And I, and I, I, he's, I think you're right. You know, and 
they had a great manager, you know, they had a great producer. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. They were good looking for most, for most part outside of Ringo, poor guy. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. And they hit it, they hit it right. I mean, that's, that's right, part right. of it too. They, they were, and same thing with Elvis. I mean, came across like either the right time in the world, the country. Um, the, the, I got to tell you. The, the social culture that was going on, like the liberations that were going on, like mm-hmm. sexual, you know, freedom, all that kind of stuff, you know. I uh, will tell you, I do have a pretty similar feel for Elvis. I don't get, I don't get why he was that popular. Like, I think, like he was exciting, sure, but I don't, I don't have like the God, like, I mean, adulation for him as a lot of people do. I'm like, he was good. Yeah, he, he hit, yeah, well, he hit, he hit it at that time when they were kind of, everything was buttoned up outside of, uh, you know, the blues, right? So, like, all the stuff that he, that he took off um, was, you know, Big Bill Bronzy and, and, or was it Arthur Crudup, basically, which, who wrote the, his first hit well was covered what was it that's all right mama that's all right i can't remember the name exact name of it but uh yeah and he was the, he did the he was the first sort of star i don't know yeah his he didn't write his songs for the most part that's he what wasn't i was thinking like, he like unbelievable guitar player and he, he didn't he was, even play any but he was guitar, he, he was good looking if you look yeah. at early elvis man he and he was different he had the long hair where everyone was Wearing those like crew cut, mm-hmm. uh, going to I'm going to World Wars and I'm, you know, wear the button up shirt. All of the guys and he was like the kind of greaser, you know, yeah. kind of. But you know, so yeah, I mean, yeah. it's definitely a, it's, a right place, right time scenario with both the Beatles and, and Elvis. I think I think everyone... it's rock and roll too, is a lot of that too. Yeah, There's re- very few people who like we just had Dylan's lasted sixty years, but like if like Nirvana came along in like 85 they would have been like what no we're not we're not recording this um (laughs) right it was a good time so Mm -hmm. and so yeah there are certain people who could do probably any time marvin gay could have existed at any point right or and dylan and and uh yeah um so um jamie is a brother welcome in jamie welcome it's good to see you jamie's one of our mods here on the channel um so Jamie lives in Bo- in the Boston area, and she wants to nice. know what part of Cape Cod were you in? Like, what city was it at the time? Um, so on the Cape, I was I typically spent the most time in East Ham, um, but I lived in Wellfleet. I lived in Brewster. Uh, those are the three towns I would said I I paid rent in. Uh, but East Ham was probably the longest during the I think seven. In nine, nine years I was out there? Yeah. I think, yeah. It's a good run. But East Ham, they're all pretty much, uh, Brewster's sort of, not Middle Cape, but like, you know, the Outer Cape, you know, East Ham and Wellfleet are pretty much on the way out there. Way out there. It's pretty cool. Um, and then as far as the Berkshires, is that is that just one neighborhood or is there a specific area? It's a oh. county um, or it's oh. a region, I guess you could, because mm-hmm. it does bleed into the, the Berkshire Hills and stuff, bleeds into Connecticut and upstate New York, but. Berkshire County is the furthest west county in Massachusetts. Oh, so, that is it. So you're actually closer. So than... we bought we bought her New York. It's like an hour from Albany. Yeah, uh, Saratoga. Okay. And if you go down, and I'm southern Berkshire, so like we're only 
25 minutes from Connecticut, 10 minutes from, from New York state. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, as they, you know, the, the other tri-state area. Yeah. It's what, yeah, it's West. Yeah. yeah. James is it's what, yeah, that's pretty far West. Yeah. So, yeah. So I lived the, the furthest East in Massachusetts and the furthest West. It's yeah, true. Middle. You didn't have anything. I, in the middle. <laughs> I, uh, I spent a lot of time in Boston with friends, but, uh, mm-hmm. never actually lived there. Yeah. Uh, James is too far inland for me. Jimmy, what what part would you be in? Would you be west? Would you be east? Are you in the west or are you in the like? You would probably be in the east, right? I would assume because I think I've heard things about the shore and so on. But um, it's quite a wild time for the people of that of Massachusetts as we speak. Uh, but um, as you mentioned, it's pretty cold, although not that cold. Which isn't oh North Shore? Oh, that's right, North Shore. Yeah. So I think Andy's from North Shore, right? Isn't our friend Andy from North Shore? Back in a long time ago, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like originally, yeah, not not today. He's in Seattle today, but I mean, I'd love to get. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to get Andy on like in, in a week or so, and we'll talk about that because North Shore has a specific area code I remember very well, and Andy's phone number is like would, would suggest he's from North Shore, so like that's not that seems wrong, right? Sarah <laughs> <laughs> says Jamie gets moved from prison to prison. <laughs> yeah, and that happens. You know, there's a lot of them out there. Yeah. That's great, but uh, North Shore is cool. Like, there used to be a TV show on Fox called North Shore. Remember? Was it about Boston or was it about Hawaii? I, I don't think they ever made a TV show about the North Shore of Boston. <laughs> okay, that would be a horrible Hawaii, TV show. No offense. <laughs> You're thinking of North. It's probably North Shore in Hawaii. Yeah, I think it's North Shore in Hawaii. I'm sorry. I mean, I love the Boston. We were just there. We went there for you know three days around Christmas to take the kids and museums and stuff. <laughs> but I don't think they would make a TV show. That I remember be... they did Real World Boston, and that was one of the worst ones. Yeah. The beef group is North Shore Beefs. Oh, you know what? What's really interesting? Andy and Jamie have told me about roast beef sandwiches. And By the way, 978 is definitely Andy's area code. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was thinking, too. Definitely recognize that area code. So, um, yeah, I need to get over to Boston for that specific reason. Like people, What like, the oh, hell is the beef group? No, because like, I don't know if that's like a sandwich shop or if that's like a meat producer. But either way, I think that, I think that's right. Like, because North Shore Beef is the name of the company. But, um, it sounds like the roast beef. I, mean, I know, I shouldn't be talking to you about this. I'm sorry, but, but Andy has certainly mentioned it, and um, something I'd like to try. Do you? What is your takeaway of Boston baked beans? Now that you've been in Massachusetts as long as you have, like. Is it all that? Do you feel like it's worth it? Like, what's the story behind those? I have no idea what that would be compared to anything else. Well, it, but why? What? What is? Why does it make? What is? Why is it a Boston baked bean? I, you would know more than I would, because that's sort of their. That's why they call it Bean Town, because they have baked beans, which is basically no one calls it Bean Town, Dave. No, no one, one calls from it Boston town? actually calls it Bean Town. Only people from I Hollywood, I think, call uh, it Bean Town. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 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 I mean, I'm sure they have beans there, but I think you, if you, if you walked into a, a bar in like Duxbury and were like, Hey, I'm in bean town. I think you'd probably get punched in the face. Yeah. It would seem right. I wouldn't do, I, I don't like that. I don't like that nickname anyway. So I wouldn't have done that anyway, but still I just, I, but there's a reason why I came up with it. It's because there supposedly was a reputation for baked beans, but it's like, okay. Well, it's like calling us Avocado Town. 
but we're not right. known for just avocados in Los Angeles. We know for a lot of stuff besides avocados. Like, unless they did something to the baked beans. Like, I mean, you guys have avocados. I mean, we have avocados here too. Like, granted, they're from where you you guys grew them, but there it must just be something. You know how like barbecue is different where you wherever you go. Mm-hmm. They must have just put something in the. They probably put like clam chowder in the baked beans. Oh yeah, yeah. Maybe I mean, maybe it's like maybe maybe like, like they put honey in it and some other town puts molasses in it. Who the hell knows? Yeah, I don't know. It's a, that's a tough call. I I couldn't tell you. Um, well, I think I'll give you everybody a last call for questions. If you'd like to send a question to us, exclamation point question followed by a question. Um, but. Uh, this has been it's really good to catch up with you. I'm glad you're doing all right though. Yeah, man. Yeah. It's like um well, I'm doing I'm doing well, I think. I haven't had a checkup in a while, but yeah. Hmm. I think we're doing good. Oh, check this out. You probably can't see it. Okay. Um or you can you probably can't see what I that can is. Kind of see it, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my wife and children got me for my sixth anniversary, an actual like anatomical heart. Oh, oh literally <laughs> a heart. Wow. Yeah. Okay, good. It's wild. It, it is wild. Um I love it. Like I, I'm a notoriously horrible gift getter. I'm a really good gift giver. Um, mm-hmm. So my wife is like giving up on like Christmas. She's like, just buy yourself stuff. I don't know what it's, it is about me. I just, I'm very particular, I guess, but she got this and she gave it to me. I was like, you destroyed it. Like you knocked it out. Like this is the coolest thing I've ever gotten. In my Aww, life. Like, that's um, great. It and, is uh, really cool. That is really and, cool. Uh, of course, Cody thought it was a uh, pineapple. And he wanted to know why I was wearing a, what's the significance of a pineapple? Oh, yeah. does, and June, yeah, thought was, not familiar. June thought it was an owl. So I was like, all right, well, that's fine. Like, she's only one. Right. I was going to say, like, that's, it's beautiful that you have two wonderful, beautiful kids. So that's really great. Um, I love that you're exercising again. That's really great. Um, how close? Yes, yeah. slowly, but I'm, I'm building up. As you know, the weather is shit right now. So that's, but, um, uh, a quick sugar for 2023, which right. are you just are you aiming towards like doing another like 5k down the road? Like, is there a training for that or is oh just... well, I have 5k. I mean, you you know my feast or famine personality, which got feast or famine personality, which got me in trouble in the first place. 5k would not be enough, so oh. I've got to get to a point to do something okay. larger than that. So you're thinking? Yes, I would love I would love to do that again. I I I get to the point where I have to. I feel like I'm now I'm at the point where I need to do this to show both of those little little people that uh, that it's important to you know get in shape and stay in shape and treat your body well and uh, so because they they'll only know me they don't know didn't know me before that before the before the heart stuff so yeah uh, but I did do made a big mistake three days ago and shoveled snow. Um, and that knocked me back for like two days. Maybe remember what the hell I've got going on inside. So yeah, I take it easy the rest of the week. So oh, good I've call. Got my, I've got my indoor bike, so I'm gonna start doing that. And then again, I've been doing that. I dropped ten pounds already this year. So what? You've been hiding uh, stuff from me. That's great. Sugar, then sugar, man. That's I'm all I did. It's the only, right? it's only, only thing I changed. It, it makes such a huge difference. Huge, huge difference. Like. Sugar is the enemy of all of us. Like cutting that down, yeah. you do so much for yourself. So, so I was like, I can do that. And I, I, 
I'm trying not to pile on too many things at once because mm-hmm. that's what I do, and I usually end up yeah quitting all of them. So I just do the sugar to start, and then uh, cool. I start exercising a little bit, and then um, uh, but I'm, it's funny I'm way more active now just running after a one year old than I was at working. <laughs> like, so she's always want to like dance, put on songs, and dance around, and yeah. then we're when the wet when it's not snowing, you know, I'm pushing her in a stroller up and around. Um, so. I'll, I'll get there. I, I'm going to, I'll get there. It pumps me up, Kev. Yeah, no, that's really great. Um, you know, it's, I, I'm really happy to, to catch up with you tonight. Like, I think this is the kind of laid back conversation that I crave. Like, I, I love having just getting catching up with old friends and this is good yeah, to do again. for sure. Um, yeah. And, uh, yeah, hopefully one of these days, we haven't started traveling yet since everything hit the fan. We're doing some trips driving. Like I said, we did Boston and stuff, but mm-hmm. Both of us are like, we got to do California at some point. We've got to go out for, uh, I'm pushing for, I'm pushing. I keep pushing for like a Christmas in California. Mm-hmm. It just sounds cool. I think does it, sound, it does sound cool. Yeah. There's a lot of great stuff going on down here during Christmas time. And so snow we'll is not that. one of them. So that's, snow is that's not one of them. That's, that's a bit, that's a good thing. Um, trying, you know, try to avoid the wildfire season. We've been really lucky with about that. We didn't really have much of one this past uh, fall. It's shocking. Usually we're good for like five or ten of oh, them. Oh, thankfully, right? But you've had yeah, yeah we're really Northern California has been a little bit effed up this year. Well, yeah, and months, you know, yeah, I feel terrible for the folks up north. Like, but in this yeah. case, it's about flooding, and it's just been, dude. Like, what do you yeah. got to do just to have a, a calm, like, a calm season over there? there? Well, I don't think there is. I mean, it's just going to switch around, right? Like, yeah, tornadoes down southwest kind of stuff you guys have all yeah. the other you fires and earthquakes yeah. and atmospheric well, we rivers now like it's hysterical what, I, we just had an just learned left. about that yeah like there's rivers in, in in the sky now that just dump on you guys and just wash people away um yeah. i mean if you think about it, even though we get the, the shit cold and stuff we're actually pretty lucky uh as far as like natural disasters go That's we true. are yeah you know, I guess down it's, south with hurricanes. It's one of those things where, like, if you're kind of inland, like, you would be, and you're kind of north and inland, you, you two tend to be really lucky in that regard. Like, you wouldn't have hurricanes, because that's in the south. You wouldn't necessarily have tornadoes, because that's in the Midwest. So you're kind of out of most of that, yeah? Yeah, there's random, like, I've been on, there's a few on the Cape where, like, a tornado, there'll be, like, a touchdown, you know, but it's very low on the mm. the rating system. And when I was... There was a hurricane that got up to the Cape, uh, but it was, you know, it's by when it's like a tropical storm. And then yeah. Sandy obviously came into New York, didn't come up here, but those are, I mean, those are very, very infrequent. Yeah. Uh, well, so yeah, I just hope everyone's just, it's, it's so, it just, it's, it's going to keep getting there and getting more intense. So we just take care of each other and, have a fucking good time while we're here, right? Yeah. Like, play the piano. Thanks. Man. Don't take yourself too seriously, everyone. Not just you, Dave. You no, don't. I, but like, I love that comment. I love like that. Everyone, like, that's another thing that I've been trying to, because I was the king of that. Overthinker. Everything's too serious. The end of the world. Um, it's, but the only thing that's the end of the world is the end of the world. So, <laughs> have a Why good time. Why worry about that, Dave? Do your, do your, you do your, the, I mean, I watched your, uh, I don't think I signed up because I was doing something else or I signed in. All right. But I, I watched your Christmas movie ranking thing with the, 
Oh, Brett. Yeah, that was great. Like, that was good yeah, show. was it Brett or Brad or somebody? Yeah, Breddington, Frothing Slosh. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Funny. yeah. He was really funny. And I mean, I am always astonished at like, not just a guest you get, but like their knowledge of it. Yeah. Like, you guys are talking about movies that not only did I did I not see, but I had never heard of. And like, uh, it's just so, I just love it. Like Mark, Mark Maron does a thing where, uh, uh, is one of his bits where he's like, just so much out there now where he goes, he's like, not only did I not see the show that someone asked me, I didn't see the platform. I don't even never heard of the platform that it was on. Like, <laughs> so I was like, Hey, have you watched Yellowstone? And you're like, what is that on? You're like Paramount Plus, and you're like, what? I don't. I, what is that? Like, I don't. So like, there's you find in these guys, and they're funny, and uh, that was a really good one. I was like, I think I tried to stay up for the whole thing, but I don't think I stayed up for the end. Yeah, um, but yeah, like some of those, I, I mean, I have notes somewhere. Like I always have a notebook, obviously, you know, like right next to me. So I have a note somewhere of like movies to watch next Christmas now from you guys. That was a great show. It was. It was really good. Well, all the credit to Brett. Brett is so good at compiling these uh, tier lists, and he does it from scratch. It's really impressive. So I'll give a shot. He does that with other things, too? What's that? Is that his deal? Does he have a show where he just does lists and rankings and stuff? He does. Like, he has a podcast. Like, there's a podcast. If you're looking for pretty good podcast universes, his podcast. And he reviews TV shows. Um, Podcast universe? mm -hmm. Now, right now, he's reviewing the Wednesday... The Wednesday Adams TV series on Netflix. So he does a lot of TV and movies like on his on his podcast. And he's also a really incredible foodie. Like you would be like impressed. Like I know you're in the food industry. You had been for a while. And I think you'd be very impressed with his food knowledge. Like his knowledge of cooking and ingredients and food in general. It's yeah. It's impressive. It's really good. Yeah. I think so I'm on the I'm the only I'm the only guest you have that we, we don't eat sandwiches. Because I think I've, every, every other time I watch you do, I watch I you do. That a, too. I owe that to you. I'm sorry. I am so sorry. I, I I will I will fix that next time. I just no 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 no. That's I, good. I, I think I like it. I want to be that person. You want to be that person? Okay okay. Because, okay. um, but I, yeah. And then there was another one I watched you two 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 stream not streamers where somebody else there was a it's a girl and a guy doing like songs you you were interviewing or talking. Oh, uh, Justin and Evelyn. Yeah they, yeah. Those they were, were eating. You, they, eating sandwiches or like and that's the other thing like i can't you guys can all go out wait at any at any hour and <laughs> have 10 sandwiches to choose from if i went outside and walked anywhere to yeah. try to find food i would have to break into someone's house <laughs> and hopefully they were making a sandwich and be like can i have that because i have to do a podcast because Kev, wait when was this show i i'm trying to double check this like was this in december uh yeah i think okay, I that was... was that was kevin chambers and, and b flat yeah, Kevin James B flat was that. It was a man and a woman for sure. Yeah, and they were yeah, yeah. young they looked younger, but not by too much than you. Well, but. they were they're definitely younger, I think. Um yeah. So yeah, that would have been Kevin. Yeah. So that, that yeah, yeah another Kevin. That's the one thing like, I always tell my wife too. I'm like, you know, at some point, maybe when we're older, when the kids are all like, Can we just go like at least not maybe we don't have to move, but like can we spend three months like in a populated area where I could like just go out and get ramen when I want or you know, go to the sandwichery down the street and not have to like plan three days in advance. Like if you're going to go out somewhere and hopefully it's open because no one works around here anymore. So people are open like three days a week or random hours. 
Well, yeah, they're but you know it's interesting. Kevin Chambers and B flat are, B flat are in the tri-state, so they're pretty close to where Mike in North Jersey lives. Okay, yeah, yeah. So, or like even a college town. Like let's yeah. say I was like, can we just move to a college town because then we can get we go to food trucks and yeah, um, we don't have college towns. I guess we can move to Boston. Where are the key? That's what we'll do, Dave. Whatever the key, wherever Cody goes to college, we'll just move there. Or I'll move there if she doesn't want to. Would you move to Syracuse? Just hang out. You gotta hope no. that Bam's right. no. <laughs> no. You just ruined it. No. I've been I've spent too there many nights in Syracuse. <laughs> there I have limits. I have limits. No Buffalo. He's not going to Buffalo. No Syracuse. I don't I'll go to a cold place if it's a cool like I'll if he goes to the University of Wisconsin, I will go there. Like I don't drink anymore though, so that's that would okay. be kind of that would so I don't <laughs> Yeah, no, Syracuse is not happening. Um there's just too much or too little hope yeah. in Syracuse. Okay. Um it's too gray, just always gray and cold. Um and Bayheim is annoying. Even he'll be dead by then, but I mean Cody's only four. So I think I'll I'll push for like out by you, you know, like, okay. you know, why don't you go, or not, maybe not all the way, but maybe, why don't you go to like University of Mexico or go to uh, Austin? Well, uh, yeah, I mean, who knows what Austin will be like then, but go to Loyola and like, what is it in uh, New Orleans? Uh, yeah, just yeah. go to University of whatever. Do they even have a not LSU. I'm not going to Baton Rouge or those knuckleheads. But what about Tulane, like Tulane, New Orleans. Two. I think Tulane might be the best bet. Mm-hmm. I think you're right. I think that's New Orleans. So yeah. you got the music, you got the food. Um, if you can combine, that's a good way to look at it. Uh, who knows what the, the kid's going to be interested in? But Chicago would be cool. Food, music, obviously Southern California. Have them go to what? What's the one in like in Malibu? Like Pepperdine. Pepperdine, yeah. Well, it's yeah. just stuff at university, though. I don't know if a culturally it would be a good fit for like what yeah. your family is all about. I mean, but... he, you if you look at him, I, I should just send you a picture one of these days. I mean, he is like California boy, central. He's oh, like really? shaggy blonde hair. Ooh. He's already like almost four feet tall and like no fat whatsoever. I don't know where he gets his body from, but it's not me. <laughs> yeah. He looks like a, he looks like a mini surfer already. Wow, it's pretty good. Yeah. That's pretty good. Um. Well, I'm excited about the future for your family. It's really great to hear your updates. And um, yeah, man, you too. Yeah, thanks. I'm really looking forward to continuing this a little bit. Like, I, I don't want to leave. Yeah. See, the thing is, like, I, I was, um, I think I was kind of mentioning it in the text t- today, but like, I don't want to stop doing podcasts. Like, I just want to make that clear to everybody who's right. listening to this tonight. Like, I, I just make sure that like, I just want you to know that we're we're gonna keep going with this. I might change the name of the show again. But I'm not going to stop doing the show. Like, this is always going to be a part of my life. Like, I, I really want this to be a part of my life if I can. Well, think about it, Dave. Like, we did, like, the, the run of, mm-hmm. like, 2010 to whatever it was. But, and then in the, in the when we, did, we stopped doing it weekly, every once in a while, there was, like, some kind of huge thing, like the Godfather stuff or... It's a great uh, show. Where, so it's sort of... Like you, you've always still been able to like 
nail it. Maybe, and it's different because it's like when we were doing it every, it was like every week. It was like not like a grind, but like we were both had a job. Like it was a lot. And then now there's these things we do. The I did the football stuff with you guys. That was great. Um, but uh, I don't know. The Godfather thing was so was so good, so good that I feel there is something there, like a move, like some kind of classic movie um chat thing I, I i but i don't know if there's any thing that rises to the level of the godfather and also the fact that we neither of us saw it before and the fact that it was we a unique so situation many, so yeah. many italian friends who literally <laughs> live by it i know and, i and know think it's such a dynamic so that was a part of it like i don't know if anything else could cattle catalyze the the group or maybe this new group is something else that something else might appear you know like so we'll see yeah we'll see but but for the most part i mean i wouldn't say i'm like the old days i'm not up for anything like i used to but i could still i could still bring it if we if we if we have certain topics or certain questions or certain yeah, yeah and i guess i think one thing i would probably say i'm not gonna just is back in the chat it's good to see you mr ninja welcome in I don't know how kids would go to school in New Orleans. The funny thing is Tulane and Loyola, I think, are right down the road from each other. There's a beautiful park across the street from Tulane. You can get on the St. Charles Street train, which takes you right to the French Quarter. So cool. Hi, Dave and Kevin. Hello, John. Been a minute. I'm glad you're doing all right out there. It's so good to see you again. You know, our friend... I figured it out. Colorado State. Not so great in football, not so great in sports, but it's in Fort Collins, which is really cool college town. Not too much pressure. It's not like Boulder with all the rich people and all the snobby people. I think I'm going to try to push them there. It's got we have family in Denver. The water is amazing there. You know, yeah, that could that could be the spot. Um, obviously thought... cold in the winter, but mm -hmm. you know, a lot of outdoor stuff, a lot of craft brewery. Not that I would do that anymore. Well, maybe yeah. I, if I get, yeah, you know what if. Who knows? I, I uh, yeah, maybe something, something like that. Yeah, I like Wyoming. it. My goodness, it's been a million. It's been a bit, uh, John. It's so good to see you again tonight. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. Um, but Tom Tester has contributed some points to the Sticks Piano Stream Challenge. Thank you so much. And by the way, anybody else in the chat, uh, if you'd like to contribute points to that, much to our friend Kevin Chagrin, you can. And you can oh, make... please, Sticks. Come on, do it. <laughs> what, what is this challenge you're going to do? Basically a three-hour Sticks piano stream, like all the songs of Sticks. And listen, I wasn't that excited about it at the start either, but I I have to say it was really fun to play a couple of songs of theirs last night. So I think, I think I'm good for it now. So let's... Wait, you're going to get three hours of Sticks? Yeah. Is that possible? It's absolutely possible. How they many had, songs do they have? They had so many hits in the seventies. Like they had absolutely possible. Like I was just thinking of it in my head. I'm like, that's at least like fifteen songs. Yeah, that'll take you at least two hours, and then you could probably add another five or ten. So, um, no, I, I, I don't. Some I don't know. I don't claim to be a very. Sometimes you say I have a lot of music knowledge. I I think I have certain knowledge of. I don't know if I know a stick song. I think you might know at least one. Come sail away. I think you know. Okay. Yeah. I do know that one. So you know one. That's that's pretty good. 
Um, John in Georgia says, glad to be back. Oh, John in Georgia. I'm so sorry nice. you're back in the hospital, though. That's a bummer. But you were th- like right now. He's in the. He's like he's. Yeah. He's texting you from the hospital. Yeah. Hopefully, home soon again. Oh, no worries. Well, I'm Is glad it because you... did he have a meltdown because you're doing a sticks marathon? No, he would have been all about. It. No, John would be all about it. John would actually be well, one of. The... I think John is into. It. I think John's like I like one of his favorite bands, if I recall. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe he can be the guests karaoke singer for the sticks <laughs> <Like>. <laughs> that's up to you jig okay it's up to you ninja if you want to I, do it i would i would definitely it. listen to that and i i should mention for those of you who are tuning in tonight and are not familiar with john like john and i go back to we go back many years like we know each other about as long as i knew you basically like about 10 12 years long time like you know each other. i mean there's there's only there's a few people that have like legendary Dave, Git Cow. I mean, what would you call your your world? It's like it was Dave in the city out west. That's how I originally we originally knew you, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, but like your universe, you've got like a handful of posters and yeah, fo- of- like people who've done the chat room. And well, John is one of the oh like, yes, absolutely like five that easily and maybe sometimes gets put not as to the front as some of these other bigger, like louder people. Cause he's so kind and yeah. thoughtful and, uh, and not, faithful, does not, does not shouting from the rooftops, not like right, hijacking right. the program. Like so, yeah. some people we might <laughs> some people we know. remain nameless, Very, um, who I love no matter what everyone thinks. People we've had I, on the show recently. Yeah, I literally yeah. love Andy as much as anyone oh, I've never met in person. Yeah. Um, by the way, that's kind of what I want to do next week. I, I, I'm going to reach out to Andy, see if we can get Andy on here uh, next week or the week after. We'll see if it works out. It should be really fun. I would love an Andy like bit where he's not, watching sports or gambling on sports. I don't think like, that's going to happen. you actually could get like <laughs> into the guy himself. Cause I actually think he's a really smart interesting oh, yeah. person. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, no, but I think that's the idea. Like, I think we would have no problem with that, but he will be watching games. Like when we do these, like, does he watch a, uh, get a television shows? Yeah. Or that, movies. He's very dialed into television shows. Yeah. Like absolutely. I'd rather, I would love to hear that for just a little change like, oh gosh kev you will he will deliver because, he knows so much about tv like he's really he's really good really okay good. and movies too like like current stuff or he like yeah, yeah, current, current stuff and he's classic. he's he's younger too he's probably like 40 maybe 30 he's about the 80. same age as me so we think of him as young but we've all kind of gotten older but we're not that old we're not that old like we're definitely younger we have got of course we've gotten older but yeah well he looks like i mean yeah i know i know it's pretty impressive. He's got like no fat on the kid, and he, I mean, he looks like he's in unbelievable shape, but yeah. Well, he, he's active, like I, he's playing golf, and he's like, you know what I mean? Like, he's always, well, he's there. always, even when he's sitting on the couch, he's, he doesn't, he's moving. Yeah. Have you ever watched him on, if That's like true. you look at him when we do the, the things, <laughs> yeah. he's, he's never s- still. And he like, made an impression in our Twitch chat very quickly once, uh, when we, we made our debut on Twitch. Like, it was, it was, you ever see like Tom, old Tom Arnold? Like, I, I remember he, Tom Arnold, yeah, a little bit. He would yeah. always be like moving and yeah, like yeah. doing stuff, and like, the, wow, he's just burning calories just sitting here. <laughs> I um, kind of remember that. Chris yeah. Farley was the same way. Chris Farley was always moving, like he couldn't sit still. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure it was chemically enhanced too, but like whatever. Although, yeah, Farley absolutely 
Yeah. Opposite of Chevy Chase, by the way, like just a sweetheart who just couldn't. It's true. Get a hold of his stuff. That's such a say, such a shame. Poor guy. Although it's interesting to really evaluate. Well, before we do that, um, John's saying I'm glad to be back. Unfortunately, um, uh, thank you so much, John. As far as the uh, piano comment, Dave, I'm glad to say I'm glad to say your piano playing is getting so good. Well, thank you very much <laughs> for saying that. I, you know, people don't just say that just to say that. Cause, like people have really come out of the woodwork to say that. So like that really means a lot. Thank you, John. Like I'm really like, I'm really glad to hear that. Uh, thank you so much for your support, and I'll keep trying to improve upon it. Absolutely. Um, guitar Bryant says, or guitar Bar to guitar Barian, and so we should give guitar Barian a shout out. Um, Sickles of the river between their living realm and the world of Hades and Greek mythology too, which is correct. Like that's the river Styx is like a river that's kind of represents hell. That's why they call themselves sticks because it's like sort of like a Greek mythology thing. It's deep. It is. It's deep. Two um, tickets to paradise. It's deep. Yeah. I like sticks, says John. Hate what they did to Dennis Young after they broke up. Seems like he's been begging to do a reunion tour. They in you know, I couldn't agree more on that. I thought that DDY was kind of like a bit of an ego, but it does seem like the now the band is the ego. Like lately, it just seems like he's just trying to reach the olive branch and no and there are no selling them. It's possible that there was a bad blood that extended like many decades ago that I don't know about, but I feel like you let bygones be bygones. There, like, like you hear him do the solo shows. It's still pretty. Dude, good. the Black Crows got back together. Come on, mm -hmm. those two guys wanted mm -hmm. to kill each other. Yeah, there you go. See, so like if they can do it, anybody can do it. So it's like. Yeah, I mean. Alba that's got a good back one. Together. That's a good one. Alba's back doing yeah, that's music. A... Like if they can do music, why can't Sticks do music? Like that's. Yeah, I mean Crosby, Stills, and Nash got back together in in one, and Young and Crosby were going to kill each other. Yeah. Um, that would be a good one for another day when we, you know, not so late, but like reunions yeah. that you would like to see, you know, the re those. It's funny because like one. a lot of them have happened already. Um, but it's a big time for that. Oh my god, yeah. yeah I mean, big time. The, the especially that kind of whatever classic rock, whatever you want to call it. I mean, they had a big dip, and like no one wanted to hear about it, hear from any of those guys in the eighties and even the nineties. But now, if they just survived, you know, like I always. Uh, like the Almond Brothers, like no one wanted to hear about the Almond Brothers for 15 years. I don't want to hear anything from those guys. And then they couldn't. I mean, people were from like 95 to 15 or whatever. I mean, yeah. they were they could sell out wherever they wanted to. Like you, those some of those guys were. Um, I not Greg Almond particularly, but the rest of them. I mean, they had no money. They were broke. They spent the 80s like. Yeah doing playing in shitty bars and i mean this is almond brothers like no one cared like even the, the guys that's why i always say the guys of the band richard and rick who died obviously if they had just held on and and got it together the late night it all came back they would have just they would have been doing they would have been playing the garden and they would have been playing all these places you it, know that is really the shame of it honestly and you know it's it's really interesting uh john ninja's point You'd hear about Nash hating on Crosby and now Crosby passed. And we talked about this earlier in the program where we felt like Crosby was an ass. Like we both agreed. We had a consensus, Kevin and me, and we said, Yeah. Well, he's... Nash and yeah, Nash and Crosby were closer in the in the days when Young and Stills were the were closer. It was sort of like two on two for a while. Yeah. Um but even even as they got older, I think Nash had, had enough of them. Yeah. Which I mean he's a very outspoken. He has a lot of, you know, Twitter and Yeah. You know. Um, but, uh, 
He's a big like, mouth. Like young, just, young and Crosby, Neil Young and David Crosby. I mean, Neil Young is also hard to get along with too, from yeah, from fair. all all fair. accounts. Very but fair. um, but uh, I think I I remember David Crosby said his favorite band of all time was Steely Dan. Without, but I almost I don't know if he was trying to be. You think he was just trying yeah. to show people up with that comment? Yeah, maybe. I think it was like trying to Paul Simon everybody. <laughs> That's interesting. You know? That's interesting angle. Um, uh, Stuart says Young is from here in Winnipeg. So our friend Stuart Hayek is from Winnipeg. But that, that's actually right. That's right. He is from yes, Winnipeg. he is. That's right. That's good stuff. Packed up all my bags, drove up to Winnipeg. Don't be denied. One of my favorite songs of all time. Winnipeg right in there. I would say don't sleep on Winnipeg. And I'm a little biased. I have friends from Winnipeg now. But, you know, I. it sounds like it's really cool. It's like a very underrated place, it seems to me. But, uh that's cool. Like so many cool. Neil people. Young's dad was like a very famous uh, sports writer. Oh wow! I think he's in the I think he's in the Canadian Sports Hall of Fame or wow. something that to that effect. That's pretty neat. Yeah. Well, anyway, Kev, I I I do I don't want to keep you from the family and everything, but uh, you know, but I'm happy. Look, if you want to keep going, I I'm happy to keep going. But no, you... eleven o'clock is good for on the East oh, okay, Coast. Okay, okay, okay. I... So, Kev, thank you again. Um, let's do this again sometime for sure. Um, like you said, we don't have to worry about prop bets or any of that like in the next week or so. But it's just good to talk to you again. So thank you so much again for Yeah, you got it, brother. Yeah, man. Take care, Kev. You got it. All right, bud. Well that's Kevin on Sticks Rules. Sticks rules. <laughs> Kev, I appreciate you. Thank you again for, for doing this with us. Um so good times. Like um if you missed any part of it, uh, you can find um the replay right here on the Twitch on this Twitch uh, VOD and for those of you who are watching on YouTube or those of you on the podcast, I want to thank you again. I'm Dave Medina. You, all, you know me as Davey is eating a sandwich on Twitch. You can follow me on all the socials, TikTok and Instagram. And um, in either of those, you can find me as Davey is eating a sandwich. But for now, we say goodnight. And uh, on the podcast, we'll see you next time. Take care for now. Those of you on Twitch, stay tuned. We got more for you.